Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. The development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. With a rocket or whatever, but incredibly fast, or almost the direction. They would too fast to be an airplane. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. like to say hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. This show is live. We are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. I think Fringe FM is down, but uh, we're working on that. 
But otherwise, we will be broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we are taking your phone calls tonight. If you want to be part of the show at any point, give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can join the Discord by going to troubledminds.org. That's the official website. And uh, that's what uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. We do a phone line. We do Discord. We do open lines. We talk about all kinds of crazy stuff. What is all that crazy stuff? Well, of course, aliens, of course, conspiracy, the paranormal, right? We talk about the government. We talk about academia, the 24-hour news cycle. We talk about propaganda and the overall feeling that we live in the upside down. And that's what this show's about. And uh, we are we are three-plus years going strong on this multiple times a week. And we do this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at this point and uh, 7 p.m. Pacific and go for a couple hours. We usually do two hours on the fringe. And uh, then we do uh, an extra third hour uh, commercial-free and only uh, only on YouTube, DLive, and Facebook. So uh, lots, of, lots of good conversation. And like I said, this, this always includes you so feel free at any point to give us a call and uh let's uh let's say hi to todd let's say hi to todd let me uh, click the thing here what's up og todd testing one two can you hear me my friend yes i can hear you what's up everybody nice welcome can to the show me? loud and clear loud and clear looks like uh looks like everything is working the everything's working except for fringe but that's okay i know it's a it's a it's a uh, brand new thing going on over there because uh, Joe Root moved and all the rest of that. So he's getting the station set up. So uh, some hiccups, but like I said, we will be back better than ever pretty soon here. So, uh, all right. So uh, I guess uh, I guess uh, Night Stalker there saying that uh, Jess Rogie was not on Fringe either. So uh, something's broken there. So anyway, in any case, uh, like I said, it will be up back up soon. So all right. So basically, the deal is this, right? Uh, the, the topic tonight is going to be what, Todd? Well, maybe maybe you should fill us in on where we're where we're starting with. It. Why don't we try that? Sleep, uh, sleep paralysis, out of body experiences, and lucid dreaming. There it is. And so, of course, right? Uh, we've talked about this before, but uh, Todd, in particular, had a a story that he wanted to tell. So we'll get to that. We're not going to jump right into that because let's lay the framework here first. We got plenty of time to talk about those things. So, so uh, basically, it's like this, right? Uh, actually, let's start here. Let's start with an article with uh, with just a, a very well written article, and it, I, I even uh, jacked the uh, the headline here for for our headline because it was so good. This is from Healthline.com, and it goes a little something like this. You wake up in the middle of the night, and there it is, a menacing presence that you can first feel and then see when you open your eyes. Scared like the Dickens, you try to scream and bolt, but you can't. It's like you're paralyzed or being held down by the evil presence, and I'll share this link where this came from. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of actual interesting. Um, uh, scientific websites that discuss this uh, this whole sleep paralysis, which really kind of leads us to to all the things that we're uh, we're going to talk about tonight, because I think it, it really kind of begins there, right? Um, with a lot of that, uh, meaning that uh, you know people wake up, and uh, e- even the the ET abduction phenomena is kind of tied into this, and you know science has said, well, by the way, um, it's you know it's not people being abducted by aliens it's just this phenomenon called sleep paralysis uh do you have a take on that do you think that's a how much how much uh, bs or not do you think that is todd well i mean sleep paralysis i've had like spontaneous sleep paralysis like throughout my life so i used to always get scared when i was younger 
But as I got older, I would just like, in my mind, I would scream, wake up, wake up, and I would eventually wake up. But so, like, I've never had an experience where I felt like it was aliens or anything. I was just, I'd be in the middle of a dream sometimes, and something would happen, like, somebody would grab me, and I couldn't move, and I could, like, then I'd be conscious in my dream, and I'd tell myself to wake up, and I'd wake up. Okay, but you never had like a demon or an alien or anything like that. Maybe, maybe uh, like like it's been said in the past. Of course, they're not just demons or aliens or things like this. People have described maybe the succubus or the incubus, that type of thing. Maybe uh, sitting on their chest, holding them down so they couldn't move. Things like that. Have you ever had any uh, situations where you thought there might be some other shenanigans other than just simply sleep paralysis? We've heard voices sometimes, but it, that leads into the story that I'm going to talk about later. But uh, the, there's a scientific explanation for the whole uh, feeling like you're somebody's sitting on your chest, and uh, I watched it on a video on YouTube. Actually, somebody was talking about it, and they were saying that the reason is that you feel like your chest is heavy, or somebody's sitting on your chest, is because when you're sleeping, you don't need to take in as much air, so your body, like when you're when you're sleeping, it automatically you you breathe less, so when you when you're conscious in your dream and you feel sleep paralysis, that's what it is. That's why some people feel that heaviness in their chest. I personally never had that though. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I've actually never had, luckily, uh, because this it seems to be a terrifying phenomenon. Uh, but I, I've never actually had sleep par- paralysis that I'm aware of. So, which is good. That's fine by me. I, I don't need any of that stuff. You guys can all keep it if it's your thing. <laughs> I, I prefer it not being my thing also, as long as we're talking about demons and uh, entities and maybe ETs showing up in the middle of the night. No, thanks. Uh, I'm not interested. <laughs> Even if it's not real, I, I'm not interested. It's it's not what I'm into. So, uh, okay. So, so with that said, right, it, not only that, let's uh, let's go back to this article for just a sec here. Um, and again, from uh, this is from Healthline.com. And, you know, it, it starts with that, that, you know, kind of... Um, um, it, it ba- basically a stereotypical situation, right? Like very, very common that people describe uh, whether it happens to be an entity or an alien or a demon or this or that, or the other thing. It's uh, it's definitely been one of those things that's been uh, well talked about through history and even some, some kind of biblical type perspective, which we can get into a little bit later with uh, maybe the apostle Paul, I believe it was that had like a uh, sleep paralysis type experience and, you know, considered the, the presence of a demon and things like this. So, so anyway, uh, here we go. This is a, so how people describe these demons, we'll start with the demon angle here because that's what this article is. And then we'll get into Todd's dream and uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll get into hopefully taking your phone calls. Maybe you guys have had some sort of lucid dreaming experience or sleep paralysis or out of body or any of the rest of that. I guess uh, I guess they're intertwined, aren't they, in some capacity, right, Todd? Something like that. Is that a yes or a no? <laughs> you care to explain? Well, <laughs> well uh... What exactly did you say was entwined? I didn't catch well, okay, that. Okay, sleep, sleep. That's that's fine. Sleep paralysis, uh, the out of body experience, and uh, lucid dreaming is. Uh, do you yes, think there's yes. a connection there? Okay, it is connected. Can you can you explain maybe? Uh, how do you think those things are connected? Uh, because when you when you're in sleep paralysis, your your mind is conscious. You're sleeping. Your body's sleeping, but your mind is conscious. So you're aware that you're dreaming. So you can kind of. Like, that's how I wake. I woke myself up, because I knew I was dreaming, and I knew I was in sleep paralysis, so I would try and force myself to wake up. I so, so you're big, you're big. 
So if you're, if you're, if you're lucid dreaming, then you know you're dreaming and you can force yourself to wake up. But if you're not, you might be screwed, right? Maybe that's the whole, if you don't realize you're dreaming, that's the whole maybe alien abduction experience. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying all of it is that, I mean, you know, a lot of people believe aliens are real and all those things. I'm not going to try and crap on that. I'm just saying that uh, if maybe that's what triggers those events more often than not is that people can't realize they're actually dreaming and wake themselves up out of it. Does that make sense? Well, the whole thing about sleep paralysis is you know you're sleeping. You know you're conscious of it. That's why you, you feel like you can't move or something's on your chest because you're aware of it. So you know when you're having sleep paralysis. Ex- well, except if you think it's an alien abduction scenario, then maybe you don't. No, that's only because some people, they, they can't see what's going on because their eyes are closed. But most of the time when sleep paralysis happens, it's while you're dreaming. And you so suddenly realize that you're conscious and you know what's going on and you feel like you want to scream, but nothing's coming out because it's all in your mind. So that's the whole thing about sleep paralysis. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, uh, so there, there it is. Like I said, I'm not the expert in this because I've never had this happen to me. If uh, any, any of you guys have had this happen, uh, as you know, we're taking your phone calls and doing our thing. If you want to be part of the show tonight, give us a call 702-957-1037. You can join the discord troubledminds.org. Uh, I'm Mike. This is Todd. Uh, he was actually the, the second person ever in our stream way back three, three plus years ago. So he's a, an old friend of the show and, uh, he, he had some, some pretty crazy dreams he wanted to describe to us. So, uh, I figured it was perfect to kind of do all this at the same time. And uh, we could uh, maybe go into our, our, our uh, maybe, maybe astral, astral traveling mode and uh, maybe go say hi to Ash on Mars. I think there, like I said, I think there's a dust storm. So he's, he's caught no, no internet connection on Mars tonight, but uh, okay. So, so again, taking your phone calls, if you guys uh, have uh, questions or comments on this or want to sh- share your dream or your experience with this lucid dreaming type stuff. Um, okay. So, so back to this article real quick. So, pe- you know, people think these are demons in some cases, right? All right. So let me ask you then, Todd, do you think that uh, let's say demons are entities? It doesn't have to be demons. I know some people, you know, discount the fact that demons are even real, but uh, how about extra dimension, dimensional entities? Do you think that there's possibly a connection here? Or do you think it's all basically vanilla scientific? Well, I think the whole sleep paralysis thing is scientific. I don't, I don't believe that because I've personally had uh, sleep paralysis. So for me, I've never had any kind of experience where there was a, I felt like there was a demon or a shadow person or anything like that. But you do, you, you do get like, you feel fear because you can't move. You can't, you can't yell because it's all in your head and you feel like you're stuck. So I understand the fear part of it, but I've never had anything like a demon or anything like that show up or I've ever felt like there was anything like that when I had sleep paralysis. Kind of watching you. Okay. Gotcha. But you're not discounting the fact that that may be real, right? Is that what that mm-hmm. was no no all right that's fine it's all good it's all good all right let's uh, let's go with the demon angle here for just a second then we'll we'll get into your dream as we uh get to the bottom of the hour here all right so so again uh like like todd said so this whole lucid sorry not lucid dreaming it's uh more of a sleep paralysis situation and some people describe it as a demon and it's even in this in this uh this uh, again this article by healthline and they're talking about uh they, they actually call them sleep paralysis demons. And so, you know, if that's a scientific term, let's roll with it, right? Uh, so what is the demon that leaves you trapped in your body, unable to move or scream? 
And here it is. It depends on who you ask. For some, it's a faceless, shapeless presence trying to suffocate them. Others describe it as a creepy old hag with claws. Uh, Some see an alien and experience what they believe is a full alien abduction. And for others, the demons look like a dead relative. Uh, and as Todd said, he, he's heard voices, right? So I think maybe uh, that's that's a little bit strange that you can maybe lump it into this into this uh, group of cast of characters, I guess we could say. Well, I, I didn't explain it fully. Like when you hear when you when you're in that state, your mind's conscious, but you're also in partly in the dream state. So what goes through your mind is what you see in your dream. So that's why people think they see demons or aliens, because that's where their mind goes. That's where their fear is coming from. So their mind makes it real and you hallucinate it while you're dreaming because you're in your dream. You're in the dream state, but you're still conscious. Gotcha. All right. All right. So the, again, here's a, this is from Healthline. Let's uh, read a little bit more of this. Uh, so different cultures have different explanations for these sleep, these sleep paralysis demons. Uh, the Canadian Inuit attribute the sleep paralysis to spells of shaman. Uh, Jap- Japanese folklore says it's a vengeful spirit that suffocates its enemies in their sleep. In Brazilian folklore, the demon has a name. Pisadira, uh, Pisadira, I guess, which is Portuguese for she who steps. She's a crone with long fingernails who lurks on rooftops in the night, then walks on the chest of people who sleep belly up on a full stomach. So uh, I think there's the, uh, the, the, the spot for uh, the, the, the weight on your chest or the weight on your stomach, right? And, and some of these, again, it, you know, this is folklore and, and it's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Like even this article admits it, it, basically the thing we're talking about is uh, dependent on basically who you ask. So that's really what we're doing here tonight is kind of uh, putting the feelers out. We're going to hear a fantastic story from Todd in just a bit here uh, about his, his uh, actual sleep paralysis and maybe take, take it to some other uh, kind of dream state sort of situations from there. But, but uh, that's the question, really. That's what we're talking about tonight. And I'd love to hear from you as always, you know, the drill, we're still doing this. Like I said, 702-957-1037. You want to be on the show and uh, tell us about your actual um, uh, dream dream time experience where there was some sort of paralysis or did you see a, an entity like this, like a shadow person, a demon, an alien, or any of the rest of that? So uh, I'm not sure exactly how long your story is here, but uh, you maybe want to start and then we'll, we can cliffhanger it at the bottom of the hour and take a quick break and then come back and finish. Or I don't know, uh, it depends on how much you want to embellish the story, I guess. You want to tell us a good story, Todd? No pressure. Well, well, there's an experience that happened that, like not even three days ago, and then I have one that happened when I was a child. Okay. So I'll tell you about the child one first. Okay, let's do I've that. Told this, I've told this a few times, so some of you might have heard it before, but when I was around 13 years old and I was in school, I was in a school for bad kids or whatever because I was a badass when I was young. But anyway, <laughs> there, was this, there was this one kid named Brian, this blonde-haired, chubby kid, and he used to have like a pig nose. You know how some people have the nose pushed up and like, people think they look like a pig? <laughs> he kind of looked like that, so everybody would make fun of him, right? So he was kind of like one of the kids that got picked on a lot. But he was on my bus, my school bus, because he lived in the same town as I did. So, like, I never really talked to him. I, I would mess with him sometimes, and sometimes I would say hi. But, you know, I was kind of a bad kid, so I would pick on him too, just like everybody else. But one night I was sleeping, and I... I didn't wake up. I felt like I woke up, but I really wasn't awake, but I was already out of my body. I was having an out-of-body experience. 
And I didn't know what it was because I was a kid. And it just felt natural to me, I guess, because I was a kid and I, I thought I was dreaming. So basically, I couldn't see myself, but I could see what was in front of me, like like how we look out of our own eyes. Like, that's how I was seeing things. And I was basically somehow ended up in his house. And his house was on fire in real life. Him and his brother and his, I think his father died in the fire. And his mother and two sisters lived. But like, like actually, actually, in real life. Yes, it really happened. It was in the newspapers and everything. I checked it. Holy so, uh, and, and also because I went to school the next day and they said that he died in a fire last night. So basically, I was out of my body and I was in his house and I was seeing it, the fire and I was hearing screams. I didn't see them burning, but I saw the flames and I heard the voices in the other rooms of people screaming. And like, then it gets blurry for me. I don't remember what happened after that. All I remember is hearing his brother yell and him yelling. And then I don't know what happened after that. And then the next day I went to school and the teacher was like, you know, today we have a moment of silence for blah, blah, blah. Yeah, him and some of his family died last night in a fire. And I was, hold on, excuse me. No problem. No problem. I uh, I have a cough button for just such an occasion, but yeah. So okay, so we're 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 hearing a story from Todd here, where he he actually had an experience when he was around thirteen years old, and he he was uh, uh out of woke up in the middle of the night, had an out of body experience, and he was in the house of a uh, not really a friend, but let's say a childhood acquaintance, and uh, the the house was on fire. And so not just on fire in his, in his uh, out-of-body experience, dream state or whatever you want to call this, uh, it was actually on fire IRL in real life. And uh, the tragedy is that uh, I guess the next day he says that he ended up uh, hearing from the teacher at school that, uh, that me- the individual in question and the members of his family passed away. Um, that, so, so some interesting implications there for me is that it's one thing to say, uh, well, you know, I was a... Uh, uh, you know, uh, having a, a an incident where I kind of came out of my body and whatever else. But I mean, at this point, it seems like uh, either this is like a premonition type of thing or actually like a, like an astral um, projection, astral traveling type of experience, right? Where you came out of the body, uh, moved over to, uh, to to wherever this was happening. Maybe some sort of a trauma pulled you there. Uh, you, you, you felt the distress. Who knows, man? Like a all kinds of stuff there, all kinds of implications. I don't know if you're back yet, but, uh, but yeah. yeah so, okay. All right. Uh, so, so I don't know if you heard what I said, just kind of recapping you there, but so, so what did you think about that? Uh, go ahead, go ahead and finish, go ahead and finish the story though. Oh, that's basically the end of that story. That's what happened. And then, but like when I, when I was back in my body, like when I woke up, it like, it just felt like a normal dream. And then when I went to school the next day, that's what made me really think about what, what happened last night, you know? Yeah. So, okay. So, so, so what, what do you think that is then? And so, like I said, there's some sort of maybe premonition going on there. Do you think maybe it was like a time travel experience and you saw it before it happened? Like maybe you, you woke up and like it happened a couple hours later, or do you think that uh, maybe you, like I was saying, you sensed the distress from the, the colleague, the, you know, acquaintance at school and uh, it drew you somehow as it was happening in real time. Like, how do you explain that? Like, like that's not very scientific at all, is it? 
It's not. I, I can't explain it, but I'm pretty sure it was a mix between a premonition and an out-of-body experience because I was literally felt like I was there, and I could see it and hear it happening while it was really happening. Yeah, that's rough. That is rough, man. That's 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 a hard thing to see and then actually have it be verified uh, by by a teacher the next day at school. That is that is rough. Never had anything like that. Uh, that's what we're talking about tonight, guys. Uh, the topic is uh, basically that the dream state, out of body experience, the uh, sleep paralysis. We can take this a number of ways, which we do as we always do. You know, this show is a kind of kind of all over the place as part of a part of the purview of what 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 we cover. So so as a result of that, uh, we're we're looking to hear from you. That's the topic tonight. This is Todd here. We're just kicking it, talking about uh, some some interesting stuff about uh, the the mind, the dream states. Uh, out-of-body experiences and that sleep paralysis effect and of course you know if people want to equate that to uh, you know demons or uh, like like the article we started with uh, some of the uh, you know the alien abduction phenomena science has tried to explain it away through uh, sleep paralysis which of course uh, I think to me the truth seems to always kind of be in the middle you can't explain away everything with one one particular thing like oh I don't know mass hallucinations you know what I'm saying so so that's what's up that's what we're talking about tonight and uh, again I'm Mike this is Todd you're listening to Troubled Minds and uh, we're going to be talking about this for uh, well, half the night like we go on and on and on for hours and on, hours on end and I, I hope you enjoy it I do too and uh, Todd thanks for hanging out with us tonight don't go anywhere my friend you guys don't go anywhere 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 looking to hear your stories as well have you had something happen with a out of body dream state sleep paralysis type experience well if you have you're in the right place give us a call I'll put the phone number up on the screen and looking to hear from you tonight Uh, thanks for hanging out don't go anywhere more troubled minds after the break Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and I'm here with our old friend, OG Todd. And we're talking about out-of-body experiences. We're talking about sleep paralysis, and we're talking about 
Astral travel? I think there's a lot here. Uh, you can kind of take this in many different uh, different directions. And uh, looking to hear from you guys. we got a couple phone calls uh, on deck right now. But if you want to be part of the show and tell us your experience with out-of-body experiences or uh, uh, sleep paralysis or any of the rest of this, give us a call. 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- 957-1037 and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, anything to add to that, Todd, before we uh, go to a couple phone calls here? Well, go to phone calls. I'm ready to talk to some people. Alright, let's do it. Lo- love to talk to some people. Alright, let's go with, uh, let's go with, uh, we'll, ta- we'll take you in order. We'll go with uh, who called first. This is, I have no idea who this is, so let's go, let's go with this. Uh, uh, you are on Trouble Minds with Mike and Todd. What's your first name and where are you calling from? Hi. Am I on air? Yes, you are. How are you? Yeah, this is Franklin. What's happening, Franklin? Franklin. What's uh, not much. I'm sorry. I didn't know that I was I could tell because of the volume on my phone. Not much. I just want to say thanks so much. I was calling to just give a few comments about the sleep paralysis and the dreams and nightmares and things like that. Sure. Go for it. Go right ahead. Yeah, my username was Frank. I think it's Franklin in the chat. But um, anyways, um. I don't know. Should I start by saying a few comments? Yeah, go. Go for it. Go for it. Okay. Okay. I just get real short. But um, I wanted to give a, a perception of outside the box about dreams or nightmares where I actually believe that some humans have the ability to actually create a scenario where they fall asleep and they create their nightmare and they summon, this is going to sound crazy, but they have the ability to summon their friends' souls or even enemies' souls into the nightmare and have a war with them. And that's going to sound completely out of the box, but I do this all the time to where, not all the time, but every few weeks, to where I know I actually, in advance, I know I have a nightmare coming up planned and scheduled in my dream or in my sleep eight-hour period. I know it's coming up and I'm prepared, and I know who's going to be in it and I have a horrible nightmare. It is, I mean, they're horrible, but it's like we're battling like war. And then I wake up from it. And to me, the point of it is, it is, it is soul warfare. It is anybody that is trying to fight uh, or how people have battles in life, whether that be with anyone in life, anywhere at the point, on the planet at any given time where it's like soul warfare, where you have people coming into your dream and you have to fight them. And that is called a nightmare. And it is very horrible. And it's going to sound weird, but I experienced this. It's really freaking weird. Okay. So, so, so let me just make sure I I'm followed you here. So you're, you're describing that there's, there's an actual spiritual warfare going on and we we're actually battling this in our, in our dreams. Is that what you're saying here? Well, what I usually tell I'll preface it with this. What I usually tell some of my close friends that I believe that a dream is good. Everyone usually likes that. It's all nice and, you know, daisies. A nightmare, most people are not liking that. So I tell my friends that is a soul warfare. Now, you can say spiritual warfare, but I, I like to say, well, you can say that. You can. But um, I like to say when it's with people that it's, a, it's a, I usually call it soul warfare. Spiritual warfare works perfectly fine. And I know in advance who's coming into my dream, whether that be somebody that abused me as a kid, whether that be some bully on the stupid playground, whether that be somebody at the store, some employee that just smarted off at me and I didn't like it, you know, and then they come into my dream or nightmare. And then I cause them pain in my nightmare. And my point is 
So I think what I'm trying to get across is it, poss- it is possible to actually control your dreams and nightmares and to create your dreams and nightmares, the scenario who's in it, almost like you invite them to it while you're sleeping and then they come into your nightmare, but they don't know that it's a trap and you can literally fight them in your nightmare. Therefore, the point is you are in control of your entire sleep and dream and nightmare patterns. You are not the victim of the nightmare, but you are the creator of the nightmare to give your enemies hell. And it is just a soul warfare. And then you wake up after you win the battle, which it can be murderous in your nightmares. It can be just a scary thing. It can, whatever it is, it can be anything. And then you wake up refreshed knowing you won the war. And then you go and you see them at work or at the store or whoever it is. And you're laughing on the inside because you just defeated them in your dream. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I, I actually have never heard this. This is pretty cool. I mean, I do. I have heard like the lucid dreaming bit where you can kind of control your dreams, but I've never heard being able to uh, invite somebody into a nightmare with you to, to kind of, uh, uh, well, uh, fight that war. Um, okay. So cool. I got that. Uh, so, so you said uh, you had some comments and then you got a story after that or what else is on your mind tonight? Yeah. Sorry, what? Uh, just what else is on your mind tonight? Well, I just wanted to share that with some people and only to maybe, and yeah, I know people are kind of understand the concept, but this makes, instead of being so afraid of a nightmare, it actually makes them more fun to where it's almost like, almost like you're playing, um, Dr. Evil where you're like, you know, you're, you're a saint during the day, but when you're gonna have to take care of your, your enemies, or your foes, and not everybody has that, but some people do. And then you, so you have this drink. And anybody can be in that dream. And the thing that I like to talk about is like, it's possible to almost yank their soul into your dream with you or your nightmare. I guess I'll stop talking about it. It's just a concept really. And I almost have them scheduled. Like maybe once every two or three weeks, I have a nightmare that I, I know is coming up and I prepare and I just go to bed and I sleep and I, I take care of it. And it's fun. And that's the other flip side of the nightmare is like, if you're in control of it, it's like you're controlling your destiny. Anyways, yeah, and that's all I was going to say. I don't really have any other comments uh, on the other topics right now. Okay, so the only reason I asked you if you had a, another thought is because you, you set it up like you had a couple, so I wanted to prompt you to that. That's all. I wasn't trying to make you stop talking about it, <laughs> just just so you know. But uh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I could, go on, I could go on forever but about all the other ones, but I don't have enough knowledge about sleep paralysis, for example. I don't really know about that one. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay, uh, you are a first-time caller. Where did you find us? I just found you guys by researching live YouTube feeds about probably aliens and stuff. I love going to live YouTube feeds about aliens and UFOs and that top those topics. I love X-Files. And so that's how I found you guys just by accident by researching. And then I do believe in aliens. I do believe in UFOs. It's legit. And I don't have to get into that because it's probably not the topic, but that's how I found your radio show. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'd like to hear how people found this. I appreciate it. Thank you, first-time caller Franklin. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you in the future. Thanks for uh, sharing your thoughts with us tonight. Okay, yeah, thanks a lot. Have a good day. Thanks a lot. You too. You too. There you go. Simple as that. You guys want to be on the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can join the Discord at troubledminds.org. We have another call to go to, but uh, did you hear a bunch of that, Todd? I know sometimes it's hard to hear on the Discord from the phone, but uh, what did you you think about that stuff? I heard him, and I personally, the way I would take what he's saying is more along the lines of a vivid dream. 
or lucid dream. Because when you're having a, a lucid dream, you're in control of your dream consciously. And you know you're controlling everything so you can make things happen. So you can basically, if you think in your mind you want to fight this person in your dream, the person will manifest in your dream because you're controlling it. That's what that's what how he came across what he was saying. But that's how I took it because that's what it sounds like—a lucid dream or a lucid dream state. Yeah, like, like he schedules them. Uh, I think I found that pretty interesting. I I didn't know that uh, you could even set it up in in you know like uh, how about Friday? I'm going to set this up as my next nightmare. You know what I'm saying? So so I don't know. Like, like I said, that's new to me. I, I don't. As everybody knows, I barely remember my dreams at all. I've said that probably a hundred times on this show. But uh, some people say they remember them vividly and can control them. So definitely good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, any other comments on that before we go to the next call? Basically, when you're dreaming, if you're if you're know you're dreaming, if you're conscious in your dream, it's called a lucid dream, and you can control what happens in that. So basically, in that dream state, it's basically you basically control your fate. Anything you want to happen can happen. You can fly. You can float in outer space. You can fight somebody you want to fight. You could even even if he if, like he was saying he plans it. Maybe he's just manifesting that in his mind. So it happens when he's dreaming because he wants it to happen. Okay. You can look at it that way. Okay, I understand. Uh, like I said, uh, this is all, all uh, interesting to me because I can't do any of this. So if you guys can do this stuff, I'm impressed. All right, uh, fantastic. Let's go to uh, caller number two. Again, we're taking your phone calls, guys. You want to be on the show, 702-957-1037. Go to troubledminds.org. Phone number and the Discord link is right on top. And let's go to... Uh, this individual, I think this is another first-time caller. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Todd. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Can you hear me? Yeah. You are on in the air. Hello? What's your first name? Hello, hello. Yeah, first, hello. First name is Sean. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Sean? I'm doing well. Hey, uh, I, I just called uh, to uh, share a story that happened to me back in 2014 um, started talking about the sleep paralysis y- y'all did. And, uh, I had a little, first time this ever happened. And hopefully the last time this ever happened. Um, 2014, uh, November 1st, early AM. Um, give you a little background. Me and my wife, we just love October, Halloween, all that good stuff. So, I mean, maybe it could have played into the subconscious, entire month uh, leading up to our, our wedding anniversary, October 30th, um, you know, just watching, you know, real, uh, real demon stories and stuff like that on Travel Channel. And, and uh, so anyway, Halloween comes, goes, um, go, go to bed that evening, um, have to work in the morning. And I remember waking up about three in the morning, looking at the clock, it was a little after three in the morning. Um, over in the corner of the room was a, I ha- used to have a, uh, a, uh, a light stand. And I'm looking there and, you know, shadows at night playing, playing tricks and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, that really kind of looks like somebody standing in the corner. And I'm, halfway asleep, halfway awake, and no, that's the nightstand, and I start to wake up, I'm feeling myself waking up, uh, slowly, um, and, and I, I just keep, keep focusing on it, when I becomes both eyes open, and I'm like, no, there's somebody actually in the room, 
and in my mind, this is, this is going on for a few seconds. And I'm slowly waking up. My wife is sleeping right next to me. And just slowly waking up. And I'm, I'm like, no, there's somebody actually in the damn room with us. And so I'm thinking in my mind, uh, lean over with my elbow, roll over, jab her really hard, and go for a firearm we have uh, in the nightstand. So, it, it, before before I even do anything, I remember seeing the hands. Um, it, it was a cloak figure, and I, I still call it a nightmare. Um, cloak figure. The skin is black, shrink uh, almost like it, it it's uh, shrink wrapped. I guess uh, not shrink wrapped. Uh, vacuum sealed to the bones. Just very very dry. Cannot see the face whatsoever. So, again, I'm, I'm sitting there. I am completely just waking up to the point where I feel at the time I'm awake. I shoot backwards. I roll over. I remember hitting her uh, with my elbow really, really hard. And at that time, the thing lunges forward at me right into my face with both hands, shoves me down into the bed. I mean, the pressure was intense not really on my chest or anything else. It was on my face and upper shoulder area. Um, <clears throat> shows me down to the bed very with, with a lot of force. Um, and I remember just blackness and just going, you know, losing consciousness. Um, ended up all of a sudden being woken up by my, 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 uh, my long fox uh, set five in the morning. Um, so anyway, I get up, turn them off, get ready for work, and the entire time I'm thinking, wow, what just, what just happened? So go to work, um, don't talk to my wife all day, um, do, do my thing at work, come home, get in the house, uh, she's actually in the kitchen cooking dinner, and I told her, you know what, I described it just like this, you'll never believe the nightmare I had last night. And she's all, you know, I had some really weird dreams last night as well. There was a cloak-shaped figure floating over the bed last night, and my jaw just dropped. And I told her what I just told y'all, and uh, not really sure what to think of it. Uh, not, you know, was it a nightmare? Was it sleep paralysis? Or did I actually have a visitor? I'm unsure. But to this, and that was in 2014, like I said, to this day, I still love Halloween and everything. It's just very, very hard to watch real stories, and it, it just gives me the EBGB to this point, to you know, to this day. We actually had a uh, a Mel Rottweiler. He was uh, about a year and a half old. Not a word at him. Um, he he he's he's a pretty aggressive dog. So um, during that whole time, but. I don't know. It was just an eerie, eerie story that it was just strange that before I told my wife anything, she described exactly what I saw in the sleep or in the nightmare, as I'll call it. So, so, so it seems like something was there. This doesn't seem like some sort of a, just a, just a nightmare. This, this seems like there may have been something there. She, she was actually aware of this as well. Exactly. That's, that's, if she would have said, Oh, what, you know, what's, what'd you dream about? It would have been probably something else, like, wow, what a crazy dream. But for her to describe it down to detail, 
uh, of something floating over the bed, it just, it just, the hair on the back of my neck stood completely up. That's uh, crazy. She actually told, yeah, she actually told me a story, uh, uh, I guess a few months prior, our back bedroom door, uh, we have a slider that opens to our backyard and our, our master bedroom goes out to the backyard as well. There's a door and, uh, it, she was actually dreaming this at the time. But uh, she said she had let our, our Rottweiler outside and was, was trying to let him have to go to the bathroom. And out in the middle, we have a little uh, grassy area. And she said it was, it was like really stormy out. And there, there was an old man um, in a robe that was really, 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 really old and wrinkled. And she walked out there, and uh, this is probably about four months before this happened. Um, he was just really, really old, really wrinkled, and he, she, she's like, what are you doing back here? You know, what's, what's going on? And he kept telling her, invite me in, invite me in. Why don't you invite me in? And she's like, no, got the dog inside, and he got very angry, started yelling and everything, you need to invite me in. And she came back in the house in her dream, closed the door and locked it. She's like, nope, you're here. You're not invited in. <laughs> no, thank so, you. No, so, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she, 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 exactly. <laughs> she, she, she told me that story after I, after, uh, I described what I just told y'all and everything. And I don't know. It's, it's like you said, it almost seems like there was something there. Um, so. Okay. It, All right. It just, yeah, it just freaks me out. I, I appreciate anyway, you sharing the story with us, my man. Uh, can you, can you tell me how you found us real quick? Yeah, it's uh, live feed on Facebook. Awesome. Facebook. I guess Facebook still works. Uh, Sean, first-time caller, thank you so much for calling tonight and sharing. I uh, look forward to hearing from you in the future. Where yep. We do uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 Pacific, okay? Love to hear from you. Appreciate it, my man. Sounds good. Appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks. Have a great night. There you go. Uh, we're talking about uh, sleep paralysis. We're talking about lucid dreams. We're talking about out-of-body experiences. That was a hell of a story right there. Uh, Matt in the chat says that it sounds like it's more of a paranormal story than it's a uh, an actual uh, lucid dream or a sleep paralysis type thing. What's your take on that one there, uh, Todd? Holy smokes, man. That that the, the wife knew about the dream, and he blacked out in the middle of it after being pressed down into the bed by this entity, uh, this revenant or maybe a lich or who knows, uh, some sort of something or other. But, uh, but I, don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you caught some of that there. Honestly, I really didn't. He was cutting out really bad for me. I couldn't hear anything he said. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, well, let's see. Um, is there, there, there's no probably better way to do it. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't got the technology perfect yet because it's so many moving parts. But I don't know if you have a, another stream that maybe you could hear. That's what Ash or uh, Frank used to do. They'd have to, the stream up and just try, try to do, but it was messing with my ears because I'm stoned and it was off time. <laughs> okay, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, brother. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So we got we got a couple, three minutes here. Uh, we, got, uh, we got Jack on deck on the call. Let's take this. He said it's going to be a quick call. So let's take him and we'll squeeze him in before the break. Uh, Jack, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Todd. What's up, my friend? Go right ahead. Hello, hello. Hey, Mike, can you hear me? Yes, go right ahead, sir. Hello. Yes. Go right ahead. Hey, um, uh, I just wanted, I just, I just wanted to tell you really quickly. Uh, you jogged my memory that uh, my friend told me once that the way that he 
figured out a way to lucid dream. I know it's kind of around the same subject. He told me that, you know, with the telephone or yeah, with our phones nowadays, you know, you can set the alarm and you can set the volume for, uh, you know, the tone that wakes you up, you know, the song or whatever wakes you up, you could set the tone. He was telling me if you set it low enough where you don't actually wake up, but it's just kind of, you know, almost like, um, you know, like a one or a two versus like a 10, which is going to for sure wake you up out of your sleep. He said, if you can get it to rise really gradually, like every 10 minutes, have it, you know, set it on like one and then set it on two and then set it on three and then maybe back to two and then back to one. And you just kind of stay in that kind of uh, the low, the low range of where the sound is kind of starting to peak, but it's not waking you up that it can get you to kind of wake up during your dream. And then you can, you know, actually be conscious during your dreams. And I don't know if it's possible. I totally forgot about that technique till, till right now when we started talking or when you're talking about this or whatever. So it was just something I wanted to bring up to everybody that maybe you might want to try it at some point on a day off where you're kind of bored and you're like, Oh, I'm going to take a nap while, you know, I might as well set my alarm and maybe, you know, an hour from the time when you go to sleep, set it at a one and then maybe 10 minutes later, so the two, and then maybe back to a one, and then a two, and then a three, and then a two, and just kind of play around with it and see if that could actually maybe potentially, you know, jostle you out of your subconscious into your conscious while you're sleeping, and then maybe you can float around, do crazy stuff. I don't know. I'd, I'd lose a dream only once in my life, and it was pretty messed up, and it was kind of like that whole, uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio movie that, uh, I forget what that movie's called, where you can kind of Inception. be awake in your dreams or whatever. And it, it's just a really weird experience when you Inception, yeah. Yeah, where you actually can kind of wake up. So there's just something I wanted to bring up real fast before I uh, start getting ready for work. But yeah, it's just, I don't know, that's just something I thought about. So just wanted to let you guys know. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call, Jack. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. So okay. Have a great night. Thanks, bro. You too. Thanks, bro. There you go. We're taking your phone calls tonight, guys. We're talking about lucid dreaming. We're talking about uh, dream states. We're, as always, right, when we start talking about dreams, everybody is interested in this because everybody dreams, right? And everybody has different experiences. We're talking about sleep paralysis. We're talking about maybe that phenomenon of a, a demon in the bedroom or the shadow person or uh, as, a, as a, it was Sean that called and said that uh, he had a dream where he was basically strangled out. He was choked out by a by a demon in his bedroom. Uh, I don't know if it's a demon, but I'm going to call it that. But in any case, holy smokes, man. Holy smokes. I don't know. What'd you think, man? What'd you think about that? Have you, have you ever heard of an alarm being able to jostle you into a, uh, a, a lucid dreaming state there, Todd? Test one, two. I'm talking to you, Todd. <laughs> oh, my bad. I was on mute. Bro. Sorry. You're okay. You're yes. Okay. It's completely possible. Everything that he said is completely possible. It's called training your mind. That's okay. if you're, you can do that literally. And it's basically like I was, the other guy was saying, pumping yourself up because you know something's going to happen. So you manifest it to happen. So you can wake yourself up like that. Yes, that's totally possible. 
Okay, cool. So we can uh, we can come back to that and continue talking about that. As you know, we're going to take a quick break here. So uh, go ahead and uh, do what you got to do for a couple minutes, and we'll be right back. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. This is OG Todd, and we're talking dream states. We're talking lucid dreaming. We're talking sleep paralysis. Love to hear from you guys tonight. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org and be part of the show that way as well. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. We'll be right back. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness all right good evening and welcome back to troubled minds i'm your host michael strange we're here with og todd second guy ever in the chat the oldest super fan of troubled minds he's been listening all this time he jumps in from time to time to help us co-host and tonight we are talking about lucid dreaming sleep paralysis and whatever else that entails it seems that uh lots of folks can do lots of things with their dreams me in particular nope (laughs) nope absolutely not i can't do any of that stuff uh so it is uh, fantastic for me to hear this stuff from you guys because uh, like i said uh, always together we're stronger we learn from each other we can uh, we can uh, pass off these stories we can we can uh, teach each other like jack tried to say hey look uh, here's here's a method that i've uh, i've heard from a friend of mine that told me how you can actually 
prompt yourself to lucid dream with an alarm trick with this, uh, with your cell phone. So you can set those things up. So I don't know. Like I said, I've never been able to do any of that. I rarely ever, if ever, remember my dreams. And when I do, they're horrific. <laughs> they, like they're they're just <laughs> grotesque. And uh, and uh, I think so. The the last dream, just for just for sake of conversation, not that anybody really cares. This isn't like psycho babble or anything like that. But uh, just for sake of conversation, uh, the last dream I had was probably about 10 days ago, something like that. And it was, it had two monsters in it. And one in particular was a, uh, like a, like a snake, like a really large snake. And the other one I can't remember, but they were both menacing as hell. And I was, you know, scared, scared like crazy in the dream. So it's like, I don't really remember the dream itself. I remember the feeling of the dream. And I remember it was bad. It was not, it was not a good dream. Anyway, let's go to, uh, let's go to our callers. We're waiting for Todd to get back. He stepped out for a sec to take a smoke. I'm back. So, okay. Welcome back, sir. Uh, we got Lemmy. Uh, oh, why don't you introduce yourself, my friend? <laughs> what's up, OG Todd? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up? <laughs> Fantastic introduction. You want to you want to sell yourself hard or something, or you just want to be like, what's, oh. up? what's up? Well, my name's Todd. I make music. I have spiritual experiences. I have lucid dreams. I've had out of body experiences. Very creative, very deep person. So discussions like this get me going especially when i'm hella stone <laughs> it always helps it totally helps <laughs> okay <laughs> all right let's let's go to uh we got a phone call again we're taking your calls tonight guys if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 you can find the phone number and the discord link to join the show at troubledminds.org that's the official website let's go to lemon what's up lemon how you doing my friend uh, you're on uh, troubled minds with mike and todd how are you Hey, what's up, man? This is Lemon from uh, Kansas. What's up, buddy? Long time no talk. Yeah, for sure. Uh, nah, I was just gonna tell you uh, about my experience when uh, I was younger. Okay, go um, ahead. Go ahead. So, like, it was like uh, a sleep paralysis, I believe. Uh, like, I was I was sleeping, and uh, all of a sudden, like, I I see my 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 TV go blue, and then. Uh, I see, like, uh, well, it's actually, it was like the static, you know, the the static TV, and I, I can hear the static, and uh, all of a sudden, I hear like a, a tornado uh, siren, and then um, I see like the like the grudge, like the grudge lady, like she was like crawling towards me, and uh, I was so terrified, but like I, I was like paralyzed, I couldn't move, and I I, I just keep remembering telling myself. Just like wake up, wake up! Like I was telling myself to wake up, and I couldn't wake up. And uh, and she got like uh, pretty close to me, and and I finally woke up. But um, yeah, that that was just a a terrifying uh, experience, and it's like I, I I still remember it to this day. So so, do you think it was an actual like sleep paralysis situation, or do you think there was something paranormal to that encounter there? Uh, I, I believe it was for, uh, sleep paralysis. Uh, I mean, that's the only time it's happened. Um, and I've had uh, other experiences where, like, um, you know, like when your your leg falls asleep. Yeah. Um, well, that happened like my head, but I was sleeping, and and I go into like this 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 state where where I'm just like spinning in the air, but like falling. And it just feels like, like, in, um, I'm just like free falling, but, um, I, I'm aware of it. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm awake during that. 
Okay. And it, yeah. it actually kind of feels pretty cool. It feels uh, it feels scary and uh, and uh, and cool at the same time. Yeah, like, uh, like I don't like know if anybody's ever kind of floating a little bit I've or ne- something like know. that. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever experienced that. Um, I'd like to hear if, if anybody else has uh, experienced that. Okay, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, anything else while we got you on the line? Yeah. Um, no, I, I was just gonna say, you know, all that all that stuff is uh, dreams and stuff is just it, it's it's so surreal because it, it feels it feels real. But like once you wake up, you're like, you know, it's it's like, uh, like at, when you're dreaming, it feels so real. But then when you wake up, it's just like, what the hell, you know? Like I'm. Uh, but yeah, I, I was just gonna. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was. I was just gonna uh, tell you about that experience. Okay, I appreciate it, man. Long time no talk. Like I said, don't be a stranger. Call us back, okay? Hope everything's well with you, and uh, right. have a great night. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the call. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, man. Thanks, bro. That's Lemon. That's Lemon uh, on YouTube and uh, sorry on Facebook. Uh, he's been uh, listening to the show for quite a while. He used to call us all the time in the in the old days, and uh, it's weird, right? You get you kind of people come in and out and call like that when they haven't called in a while. You know, hope everything is good with everybody. I know it's been a kind of a brutal year. Uh, things change with work and everything else, but uh, uh, thanks again for for coming back and being part of the show. Um, so, so Todd, did you hear some of that? It was kind of more more of your basic uh, basic uh, sort of sleep paralysis thing, where he he woke up and there was this entity there, and uh, you know he he kind of re- recognized it was uh, the same sort of thing. Uh, but then he described a situation where he was like maybe falling and floating in something else. Uh, did you catch any of that? I did not catch anything about the floating part. Okay. Well, you've been filled in. Have you have you ever had a situation where you can float like that, maybe in your dream or flying or uh, that's, yeah. that seems to be a common one. Yeah, there's a there. It could have been an uh, astral projection or it could have been a vivid dream. Because when you're out of your body, if you sometimes it's what what your mind, what you and your mind want it to be. So if you want to float, you'll float. If you want to walk on the ground, you'll walk on the ground. If you want to fly, you can fly and feel the wind on your face. Like that's the kind of control your mind has when, when you're in that dream state if you're able to be conscious in that state you can make anything happen i like it i like it i agree i i i'm i'm uh, i'm of the camp that i think uh, you put your mind to it you can accomplish anything right what was that from uh from uh, what what was it uh back to the future <laughs> marty mcfly <laughs> um, <laughs> if, hello mcfly hello mcfly uh, there you go so I, I like that one even if it's a even if it's a fake quote i'm gonna roll with it all right let's go to uh let's go to uh, matt in uh, california what's up matt you're on trouble minds with mike and todd how are you my friend how's it going mike uh, great topic tonight i have a lot to talk about so i'm, but I'm gonna try to be fast um just so you're aware i cannot hear todd when he talks on the phone right here okay, okay. uh let's so, um, that helps thank you I don't know if that's a problem. Okay. Uh, okay. So with dreams. Okay. So, um, everybody dreams and we all have dreams. Um, so helping remember things. Um, first of all, the, um, phases of the moon, like I have more vivid dreams when it's a full moon as I've talked to other people that have had that too. So that's one thing I'm maybe tracking. And then another thing is, um, keeping a dream journal. Uh, I started doing this a while back. started out just, you know, remembering like a piece of my dream. I'd write it down. And then by doing that, you like remember the next thing, remember the next thing, writing it down. And it went to like sentences, the paragraphs, to like whole pages. I was writing down, filling up books, notepads of my dreams. And I had to stop because I would spend like the first half hour awake <laughs> writing down my dreams. 
and then uh, another thing, okay, so with, um, let's talk about um, lucid dreaming. Um, oh, there's one, uh, when you set your alarm, you know how the guy was talking about setting your alarm? Um, if you set, if you a uh, person that sets your alarm a little early and then hit snooze, like you, it wakes you up and then you hit snooze and then you doze back off to sleep and then you wake back up 10 minutes later, you know, to wake up to do your day. Um, I remember my dreams in that short time, like in that little 10 minutes that I woke up, hit snooze. I remember my dreams in that like, um, gap of like waking up and then going back, like taking a, a nap, 10 minute nap, I guess. And, um, so with that, uh, sorry. You're good. You're um, good. You're good. Like you're awake. Yeah. You're awake. And then, um, you, you know, how does it say? Anyways, yeah, that's one thing um, with lucid or with trying to remember your dreams in that little ten minute period. Um, and then with that lucid dreaming, um, they actually have it's they've had it a long time, but I think they just put it on the market. It's um it's like a mask, and you wear this mask. You set it to like a certain time, and then um it can like I guess sense when you're REM sleep when you're fully asleep, it'll flash like lights, and over your closed eyes. And then so if you're having a dream and you see lights in your dream it will like cue you and like try to make you wake up and wake up in your dream so you can have a lucid dream. And so I learned this um, by what we call like, trigger objects. So like you can take any trigger object and uh, mine is a clock, like a wall clock. So if I see a clock, I just like program my mind to, um, if I see a clock, I'll ask myself, am I dreaming? And then I realized that if I keep doing that and then sometimes I'll be dreaming and I'll see a clock and I'll snap out and I'll be able to wake up in my dream and have a lucid dream and like control it. So that's like a trigger thing. So so it's kind of like inception, like inception with the, they had the totems, right? That they would uh, let them know if they were actually in a dream or not. I've never seen the movie. I've never seen the movie all the way through, but I do know. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, that's another topic too. Um, psychic dream walking. And that's like weird. Uh, if you want to talk about that, but actually, hold on. Uh, (laughs) okay. I'm going to share my, um, sleep paralysis stories sure go ahead. um this stuff is uh you know, i talk about ghosts on the show but this is kind of hard to talk about because um it's very personal and it's very um like it's terrifying um so it's kind of hard to like you know i trust i could tell you guys you know i wouldn't like bring this up in a conversation um so like other people have told me their sleep paralysis stories before and i'm like yeah I would, okay cool um but okay so i had one um when i was a kid i just had the classic you know felt like there was something in my room like a the, uh something in my room and then I couldn't move. And of course, you know, I was a little kid, it scared me. Um, and I remember it, but then more recently, um, within the last couple of years, um, what I believe this is, is, um, it's a natural thing. And it's from, um, if you change your sleep pattern or you have, um, maybe like your sleep schedule is messed up. Um, your brain is something that your brain and your body are like not connecting. Right. And that's what's causing this. And so at the time, I just have the story. At the time, um, I had I was taking like three hour naps. Like I wasn't getting a full night's sleep. I was getting like a three hour nap and waking up, um, had to do things and then I come back, get like another three hour nap and then wake up and go to work for the day. And so um I had this one. I was sleeping by myself, I was sleeping on my back and I felt like there was something in the room and I couldn't move. And it's weird, um I was laying on my back and I, I have a um glass, like a glass um mirror um, closet. And so I could see the, you know, in the reflection, I could see the room, like the TV was on, I could see the room and there's nothing in the room with me, but I just like felt like, you know, that feeling when you, someone walked in the room. 
And then um, another time, same thing, you know, I took a three-hour nap, and then I woke up, took a three-hour nap. And, uh, okay, so I was, uh, this time I was laying on my stomach. And uh, it was really weird. Like, I woke up, and I couldn't move. And I realized, you know, I was, I was having whatever was going on. And then um, I felt, like, this presence walk into my room. I felt it, like, the carpet going down. And it climbed into bed with me. It, like, got, I could, like, feel the bed moving down. And it, like, climbed over and, like, straddled my, like, I was laying on my stomach and, it, like, straddled me and, it, like, over my hips and pushed its hands down on my back and it was, like, pushing me down into the bed. I could actually feel, like, the bed going down. And I, man, that is, like, the freakiest thing. Like, I have, it's hard to tell the stories because it's so, like, almost traumatizing. Um, so I freaked out. But, um, like I said, always before, um, I always, you know, don't be afraid of what you don't understand. So I researched it, right? I looked it up and I researched it. And it's actually, you know, I found out it is a thing um, where you, if you're not getting enough sleep or your sleep um, schedule has changed, and I think maybe diet has a lot to do with it too, um, what you eat and what you drink before you go to bed can cause it too. So that's just my um, sleep paralysis stories. Gotcha. Wow. That, that, that last one's terrifying, bro. It, it, it does that. Do you, uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, do you what I, about what I thought, effect? sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, what I thought, um, I thought it was my, um, at the time, my 12-year-old son, I thought my son was, like, come, like sneaking in the room and, like, messing with me, like, trying to, like, I don't know, but he's, you know, messing with me, you know? And I was, what I wanted to do was, like, move real fast to, like, get it off of me. Like, I wanted to get it off of me, whatever it was, and I couldn't move, and I couldn't scream, and then I ended up just falling back to sleep. And then when I woke up, I remembered it. I remember it very um, vividly, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was scary. That's creepy, man. That's creepy. Like I said, it's never happened to me. I have, I have weird nightmares that I have a hard time remembering them. And like you said, maybe that in between waking period and between snooze, you know, my problem is with my alarm clock. I just sleep through it. <laughs> <That's the promise>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, well, I'm just saying, you know, I, if, if I could wake up and hit the snooze button, maybe I'd remember my dreams. Maybe, maybe I should try that and get a, I think I need a louder alarm. <laughs> Matt, I appreciate the yeah, call. Oh, that's all I was going to say about that one. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead, Matt, go thank you. No, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, um, no, thanks, Mike. Um, no, no. What are you doing? And uh, good show tonight. Thank you. I'm not running you off. Tell us. We're, we got time, man. We got time. Oh, go uh, what go I was talking about. Sorry, what I was talking about. I remember what I was talking about that, um, the clock thing. Um, the dream world, um, time is different. So, uh, like, a 20-minute long dream can be, like, uh, you know, a millisecond on the dream world. Um, it's like an electronic firing in your mind. So like time is uh, distorted, I guess, in dreams. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, D- different, uh, different so that's time I said, states. In that ten minute, in that yeah, in that ten minutes of time that you like kind of woke up yourself, and then you doze off, and then in that little bit of time, uh, maybe something triggers that you're awake more, and that's how you're able to. That's how I am able to remember my dreams. In that, I only remember my, that I dreamed in that little ten minute period. Not, I don't remember my dreams throughout the night. It was weird. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I'll try it. I'll try. I need a ladder alarm clock. That's what it is. I use my cell phone. Okay. It's just yeah. And then, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> there's a book, uh, there's a book, um, psychic dreamwalking by Michelle Ballinger. Uh, this is like weird. Okay. This, I'm going to go real weird. Um, and that is kind of like inception. Um, I, the one of the callers was talking about this earlier. Um, and what it is, is that, um, okay. So like say I'm asleep in my, asleep in my house and you're asleep at your house and I'm dreaming and then I lucid dream. And I can, like, create my dream world, okay? So, um, say, like, London, um, you know, on a foggy night, you know, the, you see the stone, the fog. And then what I'll do is I could reach out and reach into your dream 
and pull you into my dream, and then we can have a shared dream. That's what that's about. It's, it's really out there. <laughs> that's straight up inception. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I, I wonder, right? I wonder if there's uh, professionals out there that are actually doing these things. Uh, it, like, you know, can actually catalog Yeah, I read it, a book on it. it. Yeah. All right, cool. I, I'll check it out, man. Like, uh, that's the type of stuff we... Uh, uh, it expands our minds, right? If this, these things are possible and people are doing them now, then uh, I think that it's, it's definitely worth thinking about and talking about. Yeah, I just like to share share information. Okay, appreciate that, my friend. Uh, that's Matt. Matt from California, so uh, out that. of Oregon, and now Hi. back to Cali. Thanks for the call, bro. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, you. Thank you. Uh, there you go. If you guys want to be part of the show, we're talking about dream states. We're talking about lucid dreaming. We're talking about the uh, that uh, sleep paralysis and the rest of this. What does it mean to you? And uh, OG Todd, are you there, buddy? You've been awful quiet. Yes, sir. All right. No, I was just, li- I was listening, and I have to say, there was a movie made in the 80s about all of this called Dreamscape, about bringing somebody into your dream, and then trying to, say, the other person trying to kill the main actor in his dream. But they've been studying that shit in real science for years. Oh, sorry for, about cursing. <laughs> no, you're bad. good, bro. You're good. There, well, there's no French tonight, uh, so you, uh, you made uh, it. Oh, okay. You, 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 you lucked out. It was the, uh, the universe looking after you tonight. I don't have to scold you. That's right. <laughs> There we go. The, uh, this brownie got me going, Mike. Damn it, Todd. Damn it. Damn it. Why? Well, for the love of God, why? No, no. All right. So, uh, what's up? We got a birthday. Sunny Zacatecas, Mexico in the chat. What's up? Happy birthday, homie. All right. So, uh, we're still taking your phone calls, guys, talking about dreams, dream states, talking about all the rest of this. Anything to add to all that? So, so do you think, uh, so I know, Todd, you don't really believe in the demonic thing, like religiously, but. Uh, do you think that uh, there might be these other entities like uh, I know you believe in the DMT experience and kind of crossing over into, uh, you know, the other dimensional type of realm? Uh, so do you think it's possible that those whatever those entities might be, even if they're locked in our brains, is uh, is maybe what people are seeing when they talk about these type of uh, dream state situations and maybe uh, conflate them, confuse them with demons or something or other? Do you think that's a possibility? I mean. People see what they're going to see, and it's like nobody can tell you that it's not that because that person's always going to see it as that. So for me, that it's just like, how can I put it? I totally forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead. Maybe juice? Drinking the maybe juice? Possibly? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, mean, I believe in interdimensional beings, and a lot of this, the the last few stories sounded more like like supernatural experiences, or like maybe an alien experience or a creature experience. What happened? Yeah, no, you're good. you're good. You're here. No problem. Man. Right. Okay. Sorry, I heard a click on Discord. I thought it was this. Okay, so yeah. No, I think I think. Sometimes it could be what the person's most scared of or what they fear the most. That's what they're going to see. Like, it could be it could be all different things. It could actually have been a, a being there. You know, who am I to say it wasn't? But, you know. That's true. Well, so I'm just asking. So uh, me particularly, like I'm not a religious person. Again, many of you know this. But I, I do not, like just because of that doesn't mean that, you know, my worldview kind of discounts all the other things that may or may not be true. You know what I'm saying? It does like to me, I think that's uh, I, I think it's fascinating to think about them. And, you know, in, in terms of, uh, you know, demons or these types of things, the sleep paralysis and the alien abduction phenomena, you know, science will say it's one thing, of course, and they're not going to say, Oh, it's demons, bro. <laughs> they're not going to do that. But, it's not what they do. But, 
but 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 this is kind of like mixing it all together and like throwing two different things into one and calling it something else that's what i'm trying to say no i understand that and that, well that's part of what we do at just kind of as, as a basis because it's it's impossible to tell what people believe until you ask them so kind of right. throwing, throwing the ideas out there to maybe start a conversation i mean you know me i'm not, i don't know the answers here i'm just kind of asking these questions right. to kind of get us going so so i know right, i'm so, ready to share my story okay Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, so we we're going to take a quick break actually and then when we come back we'll okay. so, we'll share your your next story, okay? Does that work? Okay. Yeah, that okay. works. Okay, cool. So uh we we're, we're here with OG Todd again. Uh second dude ever in the chat back to the very first troubled minds. He's been uh listening to the show on and off for the better part of 3 years here and he's uh hanging out with us tonight talking about dream states. We're talking about uh sleep paralysis, we're talking about uh, uh kind of a astrally traveling even and those sorts of things. So uh, if you're into that and you have a, a story for us, we'd love to hear from you. Again, this is Trouble Minds. I'm Mike. This is Todd. And uh, we'll go to Rohan, too. I see you there, buddy. We'll go to you after uh, after we come back from the break, too. Uh, give us a call. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Phone number's up on the stream. You can call us and be part of the show. Tell us what you think about this sleep paralysis, dream states. What the hell's really going on? I'd love to know. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds after the break. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. I'm here with OG Todd. We are talking about dream states, sleep paralysis, and all the rest of this stuff. Lots of, lots of informa- interesting information coming from you guys. It's, uh, it's not a rare thing when we do a show like this that everybody's interested. Everybody likes to talk about dreams and what they might mean, and if it's astral travel or if it's just in your, like tricks that your mind are playing, all the rest of those things. I don't know. I don't have those answers. As you know, I don't even really dream that much. And when I do, I don't remember it. So I'm fascinated by this because uh, a lot of a lot of you say you can control your dreams. Me? Nah. So uh, take in your phone calls tonight if you want to be part of the show. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can be part of the show and tell us your dream story. You want to, uh, let's go to, let's, uh, Todd, let's go to Rohan first. Let's, uh, and then let's get him and we'll go to your story and then uh, we'll keep on trucking. Rohan, are you out there? Copy, copy, one, yeah, two. Hey, man. Yeah, What's man. up? What's up, buddy? How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I just caught, caught the show a bit late today. Been out and about, even though it's like four in the morning for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Don't make me say it. Don't make me. You weirdo. You weirdo. What's up, you weirdo? <laughs> What's on your mind, my man? I've got the night owl friends. That's all. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. We can call you a night owl. Uh, so, so yeah, what do you think yeah, about uh, this dream state uh, stuff? Go right ahead. I thought that was cool. I thought I liked the idea of the, um, the using the low-level alarm specifically because I once heard um, someone waking up in a house while I was asleep, but my dream was still happening. And I thought, oh, I'm, I'm in bed, but I'm just considering the dream still. And I thought, great, I'm going to ask myself my name because I did. That was the thing to do. And I never remember my dreams like you, like you've mentioned. And that. So I tried it and got the name. That's where the name Rohan came from because I looked it up. I thought it was just a made-up thing in my head. But I looked it up and there's so many associations that that's where the name Rohan came from for me from that lucid dreaming stuff so I'm going to try that low level alarm thing try and get it back 
It actually happened, huh? So, so what happened in that dream? Is there any specifics other than what? Well, the well it's, it's not the dream so much. It was just the fact that uh, somebody had woke me up and brought me into the two states. So I knew then then I was in a dream. Do you know what I mean? But that yeah. never normally happens to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's what I thought that low level alarm thing is sort of similar to somebody waking me up. But I've got a creepy one for you. Sure. It's kind of dreaming, but no, it's, it's ridiculous, bro. I don't know what to think, but it's bad. But I'll tell you if you want. Because it was yeah. like one of those waking dreams. Did you mention that? Because I missed, missed half the first hour. Uh, I mentioned not, those kind of waking not, dreams. Not quite yet. We're, we're really all over the dream world. It's funny when we started a show about dreams, we were like, okay, here's the idea. We're going to talk about this, this, and this. And then it just goes uh, all over the place. It literally just goes off the rails because everybody uh, wants to talk different yeah. things about dreams. And that's perfect. That's exactly what the idea yeah. is. So go ahead. Go ahead. Tell us about yeah. the, the different type of dream that we haven't talked about yet tonight. Well, well I've, when I have one, I don't know if you, you call it a dream or a, a waking terror or what, but I get this. I don't, you just take this how you want, man, but I don't know what the hell to do with this. So I just, I always remember when I was a teenager, I was about 13, 14, and I had a, like a fever. You know, and you, you know, and you feel really cold, but you're hot. And you're supposed to keep saying cool sort of thing. So I had that. And then parents are like, leave the window open and leave your covers off. But of course, being a teenager, you start getting cold. You think, oh, just shut the window. Just put the covers on. And then, uh, but I seen, you know, and then I seen something out the corner of my eye. And I thought, well, I'll, you know, there's usually nothing there. But I looked and there was something there. It was like translucent, can't quite see it, like shape-shifty floating thing. I thought, what the hell? And it started floating around my room for a bit. And every, But whenever I looked at it and stared at it, I felt like I was getting all dreamy and drifty. So I'd look away and I'd feel like I was getting my faculties back. Like it was mesmerizing me. But it's a fascinating thing. That, you never normally see stuff like that. So I'll keep looking at it. And then it turned into like an orb. Then two orbs sort of orbiting each other. And then they like, I, I, no lie, they like did the Star Trek thing and like beamed themselves down from these orbs. From the ground up, they rendered like two people. They had no features, no nothing. And it was like trying to tell me something, but I couldn't understand it. And it was like, but, they, but I could get the impression, like you were saying, that they were doing, saying, you've got to pay this debt. You've got to do this thing. You've got to pay, you know? And it was like, <laughs> you owe us, good, buddy. And it's like, good, yeah, it was like good cop, bad cop. You know what I mean? It was like, one was like, okay, just calm down, just calm down. Because I was terrified, you know, I'm like 13 year old. And I thought, screw this, man. I jumped off my bed and I, I swear to you, I opened the, the door in midair. <laughs> And got across the gutter. I jumped all fourteen flights of stairs down a house. You know, I was out in the garden in about five seconds, man. I was like, no, no, what that is. Do you know what I mean? But it's just you don't want to wake up to that. You know what I'm saying? No, hell no. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad I don't remember. Like I said, uh, the the only thing I get is a latent. Oh crap! I had a bad dream, and I barely remember mm. like tiny slivers of fright. Like I can tell you, there was yeah. a reptile, like a big snake, and it was watching me through like a. a gate or a grate very closely to me while I was sleeping. Yeah. So I was sleeping in my dream and there was a monster watching me extremely close. That's all I remember. But it was that's terrifying nonetheless. <laughs> terrifying nonetheless. Yeah, that's the thing. I think the trick is if you don't want to remember your dreams, folks, just just get up straight away. Move around immediately. Get back into this world. I think that's you know, I think that's how you, how you end up forgetting them. So if you yeah, don't that want makes to remember sense. them, just, you know, you know. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I did have another thought, though. That's okay. Just a quick one. Sure, not sure, sure. too much. Yeah, actually, if you if but you, you know, want to, if you want to hang out uh, in, uh, for the for the rest of the show, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. You tell oh, me. If, that's, oh, thanks, man. If you got the time, uh, let's do it. So, can you save that story? Let's go to Todd and tell his story, and then we'll. Uh, if you, mm-hmm. you you can hang yeah, out. Yeah, man. Okay, cool. Let's yeah, go. Cool. Let's go to Todd. Let's go to Todd. Hear your story, and then uh, we'll go back to Rohan. We're uh, we're we're kicking it, guys. We're talking about uh, dream states. We're talking about lucid dreaming. We're talking about that uh, weird phenomenon where you wake up and uh, there's a 
something standing beside your bed, an entity, a presence. And some people call it, uh, science calls it, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Uh, Todd will know. What's up, Todd? We're ready for your story, buddy. We teased your story this whole damn show, man. It's time. It's time. Well, this happened a few days ago, and that's when I messaged Mike, and I told him I wanted to do this uh, this show tonight about out-of-body experiences and sleep paralysis. Because uh, the other day, I was watching a video about sleep paralysis and how it's connected to out-of-body experiences and lucid dreams. So... Uh, in the in the video, she was telling you that if you when you when you're in when you get that sleep paralysis, not to fear it, just to relax and accept it, like you're meditating, like don't fear it anymore, and just just think in your mind that you're in control because you're you're conscious that it's happening. So you're in that state between the dream world and reality, but you're you know you're on that very edge. And that you can, uh, if you if you tell yourself control and you can control your fear, it turns into something else. It turns into an out of body experience. They talked about he, um, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth. Thoth talked about it in the Emerald Tablets about when you're about to astral travel, your body or you feel like your body's vibrating like so fast, like like your pure energy, like that electricity, like your body's buzzing, and you hear a high pitched noise, and you feel like the there's wind like blowing in and out of your ears. It's like it's kind of kind of like when Neo goes into the Matrix and you go into that that clear liquid and you see all that shit coming at you, but you're feeling it and hearing it. And then all of a sudden, I saw my laptop in front of me with my eyes closed. So it was my it was my astral body seeing what was on TV because I was watching Ancient Aliens to fall asleep, and it was on. And I thought control in my mind as soon as I started to feel the sleep paralysis, and I heard it in my mind, and that's when it instantly happened like that. And then I looked down, and I looked like I was starting to see. My astral hands, like I could see it through, through, like I could see through them. They're like they were translucent, almost like, like they they make ghosts look back in cartoons. It's hard to explain, but I saw that, and then I started to get nervous. So I I woke myself up. I thought of all that there, there's little tricks that you can do when you're in sleep paralysis to wake yourself up, like trying to move your toe or trying to move your mouth or your squint your eyes or something, so that you're body recognizes that you're waking up and it pulls you out of the sleep paralysis. Okay. And so did it work though? Does it work? It started to work, but I got nervous and I broke out of it. (laughs) So I've been looking forward to doing it again and letting go fully this time. But I haven't had sleep paralysis since. Gotcha. Okay. But I get it. I, I get it spontaneously. So now that I'm more conscious about what's going on, I'm going to turn it into an out-of-body experience again. And this time, I'm actually going to go somewhere. I'm going to try and go to the pyramids or something. Because supposedly, you just think it, and you're there. And you're like, there. you just think that's, that's how powerful your mind is in that state, that it can just manifest that immediately because you thought about it. That's what actual travel is. That's fantastic. Uh, I can't do that either. Uh, what, do, what do you think of that? What do you think of that story there, Rohan? Well, I got you guys on. May as well get the the hot takes here. What the hell? Yeah, that's a hell that of a story, that, bro. You know what? 
do you know what that kind of segues nicely into sort of what i was going to say as well that about that you know that sensation people talk about free falling or falling in a dream or that drop sensation that you get and get in free fall and people talk about that and i wondered if it's um some kind of merging of your realities as you're changing from one to the other you know if that drop sensation is happening in a dream but you're partially awake well forget linear time in dreams it don't work like that so we're talking time dilation so if you get that free fall drop sensation that usually only happens for a second but you're in between the places then it might last for like a minute in your perceptual time so then it feels like someone's pressing down on you really it's just that free fall sensation do you know what I'm saying? Or maybe that. And it's the same with like when you enter the DMT realm. What Todd was just explaining there is identical to when you um, uh, put, take dimethyltryptoline either from leaves from a plant or whatever and, and it jumps into the receptor sites in your brain. And what happens basically is that your senses start turning inwards instead of facing outwards. Do you know what I mean? And then you're looking at your interior. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but as that's happening, if you've got your eyes open, you're seeing the density change. You're feeling the density change. And so, you know, it'll feel like things are made of plasticine. You know, you're sinking into things. Things will seem bigger, different colours, moving around differently. You know, you close your eyes, you see a whole new different kind of thing. So, and I, I think a lot of this stuff sort of related together. Do you know what I mean? Because your brain doesn't really know the difference between thinking thoughts, these memories, what's happening now. You don't know. What's what? It's still the same thing, you know? Yeah, it's still a, sort of a trying to perceive... A reality and as you you mm. kind of step into in and out of those states your your brain is like like shaking an egg right it's like oh, yeah, it's shit, like showing you it's like trying to show you yeah yeah because i was thinking if in your dream it can make things up to explain stuff so if you're feeling a kind of sleep paralysis thing but you're awake and then and you're feeling this physical sensation then your brain can easily create an hallucination to explain oh it's somebody crawled on you and then sat on you perhaps or like you say it could be still though you can it might some of it mixed in there might be yeah it's some entity just jumped in for a portal and did some weird thing for some reason you know what i'm saying yeah no i, I people, agree and people even talk about that on acid you know i've heard people talking about they've gone to some party come in a bit late talk acid sat in the corner with a mate and they saw everything just stop and then these like gnomes run in and just start like measuring people and stuff and then run away <laughs> and shut the door and then everybody carries on dancing and you're like what <laughs> Those are the machine elves, right? The DMT machine elves. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Dwarves run and start measuring everybody. <laughs> what the hell is that? Uh, Kate in the, in the YouTube chat says, sounds like a trip. <laughs> what, what kind of trip? <laughs> what kind of trip? Comment on that, Todd. Uh, how about yeah, this? Have, got, have uh, either of you guys ever taken DMT? But go ahead. Comment on that, Todd, and then that's the question. Go ahead. I haven't done DMT, but I've tripped on acid a hell of a lot. I've lost my license tripping on acid. But, uh... I've had some crazy trips, and actually one trip, I feel like I broke out of this reality, and I, I this was as I was getting arrested. I started peeking on the acid, and I feel like it it peeled back the reality of, I, I, it's so, so hard to explain. These cops handcuffed me, right? And I was tripping on acid, so I started fucking hallucinating, and they turned into aliens, like, right before me, like, their skin, like, like, got pulled back like like a digital skin got pulled back you know i swear to god dude and they turned into fucking aliens bro and they they brought me to the fucking police station and i was tripping out like crazy i like i remember starting to really peak at that time and then uh, i like this was at the police station and then i ended up in the hospital right i was in the hospital bed and i see four okay you know you know uh stargate uh, Listen to me, dude. Stop laughing. 
<laughs> I'm listening. Hey, come on. I can listen and Dude, laugh at okay, the same time, bro. Okay. And that I'm not laughing funny. at you. I'm laughing with you. Go ahead, sir. I know. <laughs> I know. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, damn, I, I lost it. No, no. The, the police oh. station, the, the reptilians oh, okay. can't be pulled back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. From Stargate. You know, the, the, uh, the aliens, the, um, the with one like the, named Thor. With like the cobra heads or whatever they are? Asgard. Asgard, Asgard yes. The Asgard. Yeah, That's what exactly what they look like. The aliens that I saw. But they were blue. They had the exact same head shape and they glowed like a fluorescent blue. Am I talking too loud? No, you're good, bro. We got a, we got uh, a limiter. There's a limiter on it, so you could scream. That's why when uh, when when Ash does the the reptilian scream, it cuts it out because like it's not good. The human technology is not built for that. <laughs> you're good, bro. <laughs> Talk as loud as you want, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. So okay, so since then though, is that all just a figment of your imagination, or do you think that? that I so think now, it was real. You think so? That's what I'm saying. So so meaning because that, uh, let me let me. Think. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. This has to do with the Akashic Records. I feel like in that moment in time, I saw the Akashic Records. Like, the, the there was like a, a, a portal, but it wasn't a portal. It was information on, like, different colored block, tablets. That's They look like tablets, but it almost looked digital, like surreal. And, mm-hmm. like, they were all spinning, like, in, like, in a... Uh, like a tunnel, but they, like it spins together. You know, like a psychedelic kind of tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was like that. I'm with you. I'm thinking of what you're talking about. Yeah, like like it's almost as if you're inside a geometric shape, and but some parts of it kind of move around like it's a machine. And a bit like uh, in this, like, sort of like you have these trips and stuff uh, in the DMT realm. That always feel, feels like artificial. That's why they call it machine elves, isn't it? It's like right. that but, part's but, moving. Yeah. But these weren't like crazy things. These were. This was a clear blown fucking blue alien. There was four of them, and they talked to me, and I asked them about my life, and they yeah. told me about it. But I don't remember. But I remember them telling me. I can see it in my mind. Them telling me, like that's that's why I know I wasn't just tripping on acid. I knew I broke through to a different reality, and I was actually really seeing this. Mm-hmm. And I've okay. always re- I've always remembered it vividly to this day. Oh, I'm so glad to. I'm so glad to be privileged to have that you share that story as well, because that's kind of what I thought about those uh, mad little dream thing that I just mentioned there. Do you know what I mean? And it's only because for years of other stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? All freaky mm. things and adding stuff up, and like say Akashic Records, and that. I think I think that stuff is another part of the puzzle, isn't it? So it makes it even more complicated. So it's meandered even more, uh, Mike. <laughs> I also believe that when we dream. We enter different realities because I have dreams so real. I feel like I'm there. I'm that person, but I'm not me. Yeah, but I am yeah. me in that reality. Oh, oh but, uh, do you know what? I've had that experience, Todd, where uh, I got knocked out. I was knocked out one time uh, for a few seconds, but I woke up as somebody else, bro. And I had a proper story. I was like some guy worked in like, Boston and, you know, a few hundred years ago, a <laughs> paper mill. And then the ne- but the next day I woke up as a lady. And the next day, I woke up with somebody else, and it just kept happening like over and over again. And after a while, it's just like a blur. Uh, you know, that's yeah. Not- like I, I, I believe dreams take you into different realities. I think your mind is that powerful, and that's why we have conversations like this. Because if people didn't think outside the box like this, what would there be to talk about? 
Yeah, well, exactly. And so if you guys are just joining us, what's up? A uh, shout out to Tam and Sherry. Hello, ladies. Thanks for showing up tonight, uh, this morning, as the case may be. And we're talking about dream states. We're talking about, uh, it, it's odd how when you, when you begin talking about dreams, you, you kind of get into acid trips and DMT and <laughs> those types of stories. So at some point, right, we, uh, you get past a certain hour of the night and, uh, people start talking about, uh, some, some trips and, uh, uh that's where we're at during the night. But, uh, we, we started with, uh, uh, the the dream states we started with uh, the the what what is that called the I, I keep forgetting I keep forgetting the term now uh, when you when you have that uh, here it is hold on S- sleep paralysis sleep paralysis and then uh, right of course and how that how it had has a connection to the alien abduction phenomena but not only that uh, with uh, with uh, the maybe demons on this uh, or shadow people that wake up on the side of your bedside and, and they put the pressure on you with like the succubus or the incubus, things like this, right? Oddly enough, there's a lot of these depending on uh, the culture and all the rest of that. Anyway, just catching everybody up. I know we got people kind of coming and going all night. So you got to you got to recap at some point or they they just show up and they're like, why are these guys talking about acid, bro? <laughs> well, that's why, bro. That's why if we, we started somewhere. We want, well, we started somewhere and we got here and it's that time of night. So anyway, uh, we are taking your phone calls. We'd love to hear from all you guys and hear stories about dreams and the rest of that. We're here with Rohan as well, uh, gracious enough to spend some time with us late at night over there in the UK. Appreciate it a lot. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Join the Discord. And uh, we're, we're uh, still doing this. Uh, we're, we're not on the fringe right now, so we're kind of in the eternal third hour here uh, so feel free to drop the f-bombs and, and lose your mind a little bit it's all good if you got some uh, some some tripping stories about acid or about uh dmt uh, especially that would be fantastic and so i guess so uh, maybe that maybe the conversation has morphed now we can include dreams of course but let's say we've got to the point of the night where maybe uh we're talking about dream states and then how they may or may not be similar to like a DMT trip. Like what is the difference between your, your mind in both of those states? And is it possible, like Todd was saying, that uh, in his acid trip with the cops there, he says, no, that was real. That really happened. He was able to see into some other reality, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong there, Todd. But I think, uh, I think maybe we got to that part of the night. How's everybody feeling? <laughs> What's yeah, I'm, I'm feeling that. Nice. All right. right. Just that's what it was like. It was like I was entering and opening up and seeing into a new dimension. It felt like the world that I knew was being pulled back, and I saw it visually because I was tripping. I saw the skin pulled back off the cops, and but they were a different type of alien from when I ended up in a hospital. These were like darkish brown, green color, and the ones that I saw when I was in the hospital were they were light. They were blue. They were glowing blue like they had an essence to them the other ones were just like grunts like you could just tell there was no real feeling there they just saw you as something they need to move to this place you know like we're being controlled but like i don't want to i don't want to bring it into that conspiracy like that because that would just make me look dumb but (laughs) wait 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 i think we've already like we're past that threshold bro you may as well just go go for gold (laughs) let's go for gold (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man i just i think there's so much shit you can that that your mind doesn't comprehend about reality like reality is so much wider than you can see with your eyes you have to see with your mind Mm-hmm. Like it expands in in your mind, and you can see it, but you can't see it. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like. We, go ahead, sorry. 
I was just going to say it's like this overwhelming, overwhelming feeling, and you just know what it's saying to you. Mm. Like, I've been hit got, with moments like that. I think I trust your intuition with this sometimes as well, because you sound balanced even though, uh, you know, we're having these difficult conversations and that, but I think, I think you've got to trust your intuition with this stuff and do a bit of science with it as well. And if you consider it, the pineal gland in the brain, dead center in the brain, we've got a gland that's got crystals in it, rods and cones. Well, that's how the retina picks up light. And because the crystals, then they can obviously do acoustic. So we've got essentially a portal in our head. There's is, vibration, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's claimed to have a structured water in as well. And, and that's... About that, you can flip it inside out. So you're yeah. going from uh, space-time to time-space. And I think that's what's happening. I think you're getting into that water. And isn't, isn't it funny how water comes up a bit in terms of portals and strange spots? There's always water. Nightstalker brings that up all the time. The link to water and portals and other dimensions. And guess what? We've got a stargate in our brains. Yeah, right, but it also amazing. goes back to... This, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, it also goes back to uh, sleep paralysis and out-of-body experiences. Because that vibration is what you feel and what you hear when you're about to go into astro, go into your astral body, like that's what happened. Your body vibrates. Thoth talks about it in the animal tablets. I don't remember exactly mm -hmm. what's said, but he says when you when you're laying in the coffin alone in the dark, and you feel like your body is starting to vibrate really fast at a high frequency, that's when you know you're about to go to that other realm. And he talks about Thoth talks about the astral realm and how he goes to the different corners of space and it goes to different planets and there's creatures building shit with their minds like just thinking things into existence and it physically <laughs> appears in existence i swear to god bro that shit is real no 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 i'm with you and uh, i love how you're getting excited about this because i'm getting excited about it too now here's the thing right we're on a radio clock right now so let me just uh you guys just hold the thought don't go anywhere i'm gonna like wrap this up and bring it back so we can keep keep the show kind of in the, the package it's been uh but uh we're, we're not gonna take a break you got because you guys are on fire we got two callers on deck we're just gonna keep going so i'm gonna let me just uh, do the outro, the intro, and then we'll, we'll keep on firing this. I, I love that you guys are stoked about this and excited about the conversation. That's the whole point. That's the whole damn point. Some nights I find myself here talking and I'm like, damn, nobody cares. <laughs> like, shit. But tonight, oh boy, tonight's different. All right, here we go. As we talk about this, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with Todd, OG Todd, second dude ever in the chat three plus years ago. He's here uh, with us tonight sharing his stories about uh, his trips and his uh, dreams and other things. Rohan, kind enough to join us as well. We got Jay on deck. We got two callers. We got all kinds of stuff going on. At the end of it, it's not really the end. Wink, wink. We got more. We got a whole hour more coming up. So just uh, let's uh, let's kill this music and let's get right back to it. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Thanks for listening, guys. Be sure, be strong, be true. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. All right, there it is. Easy. We're not on the damn radio, so there you go. Some bumper music. We're back at it. We're back at it. All right, so we got phone calls. You guys got uh, something to say real quick before we go some phone calls? Well, we got uh, Joe from Florida, and it looks like uh, Diane calling about sleep paralysis as well. So we got a couple. You guys go right ahead. I'm ready for the stories. All right, ready for the stories. Yeah. Rohan, yeah, anything? Me too. All right. Okay. No, no, no. I need to get a coffee. All right. All right. Hit your coffee. We'll, we'll go to the stories. Let's go to Joe in Florida. What's up, Joe? Mike, I'm actually going to go smoke. Sorry. Okay. That, that's cool. That's cool. Joe, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike. I think they stepped away. How are you, my friend? Hey, what's going on, guys? 
chilling, man, chilling, drinking some whiskey, having a good time. You guys are blowing my mind with all these great stories. You know what? Uh, it's nice to know that I'm not the only one. A couple of uh, the callers kind of affirmed what I have happened. If I tend to sleep on my back, I tend to dream more. Uh, lately, you know, because I used to take some medication trying to help me sleep, and I've kind of cut that out, cold turkey. And it's probably been over a month now, but I just haven't taken it. Last couple of nights, I've had some dreams. Weird one that I had like a couple of nights ago was I was like laying down at work. And I never dream about work. And one of the embalmers, the guys that threw the embalming, was basically getting his own, buying his own funeral home. And for some reason, I woke up and I was like in boxing shorts. And there were people around and somebody grabbed me and asked me about an employee. But they said that the employee's name was Brittany Bear, like a nickname, like a bear. So Brittany Bear. And it stuck in my mind and I got up and I remembered the tree. And today, which is strange, I'm in, I'm in a new office. I got transferred. Today I'm at the new office and I'm at uh, one of the desks. And I look at the phone system, and the phone had, like, you know, pre, pre-programmed extensions. And one of the extensions was Brenda Bear. Not Brittany Bear, like the dream told me, but Brenda Bear. It was off by one name. And I just <laughs> kind of got a chill. Is that premonition? It, it what was totally. <laughs> Whoa. Well, it, it, was, it was bizarre. And then, so here's another thing. When you guys are talking about it, I mean, I could go on, but... Sometimes, uh, you know, if you're dreaming, there is a fail-safe. Like they were saying, if you kind of know you're in a lucid dream and it's getting bad, you could try to tell yourself to wake up. It's like hitting the eject button. I've done that. You know, it takes a while, but I've done the eject button. I have had sleep paralysis, but nothing that I sensed in the room or anything. You know, I just try to take a deep breath and you push yourself out of it. If you can, uh, one of the other calls talked about fighting spiritually. You know, sometimes if you go to bed with intention, you know, whether it's somebody you don't like or maybe somebody you want to meet, you can dream about that. You know, I've, I've had those things happen. Um, one of the most recent ones, and I Googled it, which was weird. Sometimes I'll have dreams of like aircraft crashing. Those are the scariest ones when you're in your dream and you see something coming out of the sky. And it's rare that I have them, but a couple of years ago, I woke up, I remember, I told my wife, I said, man, I had a weird dream that a helicopter was going down. And lo and behold, like three or four days later, there was a helicopter in Tampa that hit a wire or something, I don't remember, but part of the blade of the chopper went through a truck and killed the guy. And killed this like seventy year old guy in front of his son. And that happened a couple of days later. And I'm like, did I did I dream that? Was it a coincidence? You know, it's like I think at some level our minds get bored and they might put these things together for stories. You know, our minds like you know, our mind might get bored might get bored at night and you know, you have a little bit of an imagination and you have these dreams, and maybe they're trying to tell you something, 
you know, Floyd says that, you know, I think a lot of us could agree with that. And then some of the dreams, like some of these folks tonight have said, I think we're seeing something. You know, I think we're tapping into something. Maybe we're feeling something. Maybe we're feeling the trauma or we're seeing a future. It's maybe not really a future. It's already happened because we've talked about the Big Bang. And sometimes I feel like everything has happened already. And we're just kind of living in that shadow. And sometimes we can experience uh, that belief of what's already happened. I'm with you. I'm, uh, I had to step away and grab this uh, tennis ball from my dog because she was like shredding the shit out of it. <laughs> She's eating, eating the fuzz on the tennis ball. No, no, no. So I caught what you said. I turned up the speaker and walked away. So I heard, I heard all of it. So wait, so, so with the, 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 the man passing away and the, the accident and the whole thing. So, so what did that end up being real or not? Was that, was that a dream state or what? It was real. What was it? It, so it, it, it was real. It, it was real. I actually, I, I just Googled it again. I'm like, did I dream that? I'm like, literally, if you call like, if you Google helicopter accident, Tampa, a guy gets impaled, whatever, I, just, I was just, you guys are talking about it. And I'm like, I remember that dream. And I Google it. I'm like, hold on. Yeah, I just typed in guy killed by helicopter way in Tampa, Florida. And it was in 2019. And I remember a couple of days earlier telling my wife, yeah, I had a dream of a helicopter crash, which was bizarre. You know, um, I've also had ones where, you know, when my dad, you know, my dad, when he was alive, we were driving in the car, and it was like Sodom and Gomorrah, and it was a lightning bolt, it was a bad storm, and lightning hit a tower behind us, and it turned into a pillar. And in the dream, I'm like, don't look back, you know, what's in the biblical story, you know, and I look back. And the tower got hit again, and it started to collapse, and it was like a movie. And we were driving in the car trying to speed away, and this tower's collapsing, you know? So one of the dreams, because my dad's already been, you know, passed away, he doesn't ever really talk. And that's another thing. So if any of us here dream with spirits of their loved ones, I'm curious if they, if they talk. Because I've heard more than once, I know that sometimes my dad will be in a dream, and he'll be smiling, and I'll literally tell him in the dream, I'm like, what are you doing here? You're dead. And he doesn't talk. He just kind of smiles. Every time I dream of him, I never get speaking. But I know enough in the dream, for him in particular, that I look at him and I'm like, you're dead. You know, but I'm not realizing that I'm maybe in, in their plane. Right. Dreaming, sure. <laughs> you know, seeing him in their plane. So, so, so it makes me that, wonder. Maybe that's, Maybe he can't hear you speak as yeah. well. Maybe he's trying to speak, exactly. but he sees you smile, right? So you're you're trying to speak and say, "Dude, exactly. you're dead," and and he's he's he just sees you smile, <laughs> right? Hey, man, maybe maybe it goes both ways. There's it, there's a barrier of communication, right? Maybe that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, you know I'll leave you with this because I could go on and on, but um, you know some of the dreams that I had lately uh, the last two days were. Right in that cycle, like my wife gets up around 5, 5.30. So I might hear her get up, and then I'll go back to bed for like that mini nap. And those are the dreams I kind of remember. You know, the amazing thing that I find amazing and ridiculous is that sometimes I'll have them so vivid, and I'm like, I remember them. And I won't write them down, 
because I'm like, oh, I'm sure I'll remember that. But then, you know, you're sitting there in the shower and you're like, what the hell did I dream about? Because they slip, they seem to slip away so quickly. Unless you write them down. And that is an excellent idea, write them down. And it is an excellent idea to listen to music. And in fact, if I'm correct, Edgar Casey, I think when Edgar Casey would go into a trance state, sometimes he would hold on to marbles. And if he dropped the marbles, it would wake him up. Yeah, I, I haven't actually heard that, yeah. but uh, we've done some we've done some uh, some Edgar Casey before. But yeah, I mean, like like I think that's part of the problem here is that like we we conflate these things as as mere mortals. But I'm not so sure. Uh, to be perfectly honest, they may not be the same thing, right? It's our brain perceiving different states of possibly the same thing. Maybe it's different, sure. But I don't know. I think I think that's where we're at, and that's why this is such a fascinating conversation. We got a call behind you. A couple folks here, plus Jay on the thing, yep, man. We yep, got to yep, go, bro. No, no, good. We got to go, bro. Have a good night, guys. Joe from Florida, you're the best, my friend. Thank you for calling. Appreciate appreciate you listening. Thanks for your great takes there. Uh, again, like, I thought that's fascinating that we have a a story where he sees his dad. His dad's passed away, and he's trying to communicate with his dad. Hey, man, you're dead. His dad's like smiling and not speaking back. You guys ever heard that before? If you guys are there, no, no. All right, negative. No, no, I've not heard that one before, bro. Okay. What do you mean? Like you've seen, you've seen a a loved, like you've seen a loved one, and you're trying to talk to him, but it's like they didn't sort of register what you're saying. Yeah. So, so he was saying that he 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 saw his dad in a dream. His dad's passed away. He said, "Hey, Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to be here. You're you're dead." And his dad is there smiling and not saying anything back. So he was kind of, kind of bringing up the fact that uh, do, do uh, if you see deceased loved ones in a dream, do they speak back to you? Because his experience is it's not the case, not the case at all. So interesting, interesting. Story. Well, it depends depends on how your mind perceives it and what your and what internally you really want to happen. Like that could well have been his father because he was in a state where he was able to see him and. Maybe his dad wasn't ready to say anything to him. Maybe he didn't have a message because he said everything he wanted to say in life. So he just wanted to smile with happiness. That could be. That could very well be. Right on. Okay. Uh, different takes. I, I love it. Uh, so I think, I think guys, we, the, these, these shows are such a hit with the dream stuff that maybe we should schedule them and be like, hey, by the way, guys, coming up dream dream style <laughs> everybody's everybody's into the dreams man it's uh, it always amazes me that uh, all the all the interaction speaking of interaction uh, we got a phone call that's been waiting for a very long time let's go let's do this you're on trouble minds with mike and rohan and todd what's your first name where are you calling from this is diane hello diane welcome to the show Hi, um, there's like a, a Facebook lag, so I'm looking at the screen and hear you talking, but um, my voice is like, like what I'm saying is coming like late. Yeah, yeah, just uh, turn, turn that stream down. You got us live, so there's a little bit of a delay. I'll wait if you want to do that. Okay, I'm going to walk away from the screen then. Um, this happened like uh, 21 years ago, and um, I laid down, I shut the door, and I laid down, and I seen like three balls of blue lights in my room but I know I've seen the blue lights since I was a child so I'm thinking oh well here they come again and so the next thing I know I'm laying on my stomach and I can't move and I know there's somebody standing behind me because I seen like a wand or like light coming toward me and then I, I get up I turn around and I see this black dog staring at me and 
I scream, and my dog comes running into the room. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what has happened? And I had this message that was given to me. It was, it was about my boyfriend's daughter. So I, I worked nights, so um, I only got to see him every once in a while. So I called him, and I, I woke him up, and I said, Kevin, I said, I had this terrible nightmare that something's going to happen to your daughter. Um, I don't know, I don't know what, to, what to, uh, else to tell you. All I know is that something's going to happen to her. I said, where is she now? And he said, well, she's over her mother's house. So, and I said, well, uh, I see these blue balls of light. And I said, that's why I, I, I'm, oh, when I'm over your house, I can, I'm afraid to go to sleep all the time. And he says, and he started saying, oh, those bastards and calling them names. Tell them to leave, tell them to leave you alone and stuff like that. And I, and I, well, Kelvin, I'm just telling you, I told you, um, what I was meant to tell you. So like a month later, I was reading a paper and it was her obituary. She uh, got in a, um, she skipped school and got in a car accident. And her friend was speeding, stole her parents' car and was speeding uh, down the back roads in the country. And she flew to the windshield and she ended up in a puddle of uh, muddy water and she took some of the water in and she died like it was like instant death. And... Uh, and I called him, I told him, and he, did, he was really quiet. He didn't say nothing. I'm like, uh, when's the funeral? He never called me back. And I called him, and I said, Kevin, are you mad at me? And he, he, didn't, he said, I, don't you want to talk to me anymore? And see, our daughters were the same age. You were both 16 at the time. And they, and they kind of they got along really good, and they looked alike, too. But... It's really sad because that ended our relationship, but I guess it wasn't meant to be. That's horrific. Yeah. So, so it was about a month apart, though. So it was definitely a, like a, a premonition in a dream that you had that something was going to happen. You didn't know what it was, and then something horrific well, did uh, happen. I well, I always had alien experiences, and I told my brother about that. And he says, well, the dog is pro probably just, a, um, what do you call one of those screen memories? The black dog? And... They were just trying to uh, convey a message to you. And then I, I had sleep paralysis, but that was the, a lot when I was growing up. But that was like the last major one I had. And, uh, and I used to have night terrors and stuff. And, but I'm glad that was the last one I had because I'll tell you what, after that one, uh, I, I was having anxiety attacks and depression. And after all that happened... Yeah, um, since then I try to reach out to him, and uh, he's not on Facebook. And, um, yeah, hopefully, uh, I know we moved out of the house after that. Um, he sold his house and moved away, but I, I, I just wanted, wanted to tell him I'm sorry about what happened. And, you know, but he, yeah, that, I mean, I guess well, it scared him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we all know. Everybody here knows that's listening out there knows this, this wasn't your fault, of course. But but I can see how he was shaken by that. You know, like like literally, imagine being told a premonition of something like that and kind of blowing it off, and then in the short term, something like that comes to light. I mean, that that would scare a lot of people, right? That would scare a lot of people. Holy smokes! Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because of our, our last conversation we had. Um, we were talking and. Um, something about God and he says uh, 
he doesn't believe about God than God. I said, well, you know, not everybody does, but I think there's a higher power. There's something controlling all this stuff going on. Do you know what I mean? There's something, aliens, demons, uh, Bigfoot going on. I think it's all related to something. And like I had, when I was growing up, I had a lot of nightmares about past lives, and so did my brother. And we were talking, and I said, well, I don't want to tell anybody that I was a German in my past life. And my brother says, so was I. Wow. Wow. Holy yeah, because he's quiet, and uh, he, he, he always, like, he's the oldest. He always kind of kept to himself, but he'd read and read and read and read and read. And uh, my father used to make fun of him about the aliens, but because he'd be reading books on that. And then as as we got, I got older and I seen, uh, like, because uh, a lot of weird stuff would happen. And, um, yeah, I'd have to call back and tell you about my... Uh, uh, well, my experience when I was three years old, I don't want to take up any more time. Sure. Love to have it. I, I'll call I, I have back. a question for you. I have a question for you real quick before you go though. Does, uh, that, so you had a, a premonition in a dream that ended up uh, coming true and as horrific and tragic yeah, as, it, as and it I is. Know, Has it, did it ever happen yeah, before and it, or after? Little, little, did it ever happen before or after? Uh, well, it happened before, but that was the last one that happened. Uh, I'm 55 now, but it was like 21 years ago. And, um, yeah. Um, okay, just curious if it was like uh, a one-time thing, like uh, it was as such a... Such no, a, no, no, I had it when I was younger. I mean, I, it used to be terrible. I used to go to my mother, used to shut her door, and I would cry by her door when I was little to let, let me in because I'm scared, and she wouldn't because she was scared. Uh, what was going on in the house. Okay. So and, and my father seen a UFO uh, years ago. And you can't talk about that because my father couldn't because he was a police officer and he was a s- sergeant in the Army. You, you can't be telling people that. No, they think you you're insane. Your job and, yeah, they think you're nuts. Yeah, uh, and one more yeah. question before I let you go, Diane. How did you find us? You found us on Facebook, am I right? Oh, yeah. Um, it, was, it had to do with... Um, like look at, looking through the different groups and stuff about uh, alien abductions and stuff, and trying to find out and reach out to people because I grew up we didn't have we didn't know you know have the internet and we didn't have, know anything about aliens or anything. I thought you know like Casper the Friendly Ghost was the closest thing. <laughs> That's, and, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, and so the, the stigma remains, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we have an outlet for that. I'm glad you found us. I'm glad you're able to tell your story, and uh, thank you so much for for sharing. Thank you for listening. Come back. We we need people like you that are part of this community. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, oh, seven p.m. I will be calling back. I just I will be calling back. It's just I have to learn. <laughs> okay. Not right. to be scared about it. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Again, thank okay, you so thank, much for listening. Thank you, and thank, thank you guys for everything you do out there. Thank you for sharing. And I wish you all luck. And you as well. You as and, well. Uh, okay, bye-bye. Good night. Thank you for calling. There you go. There you go. Simple as that. First time caller there. We got Diane again telling some, a fantastic story here. And uh, wow, did you guys catch that? Tell me you caught that. Anybody out there? Yeah, I was, I was listening on my phone, so I heard it. Okay, so so what? What's your take on that? Like an actual premonition in a dream of something horrific, as uh, uh, you know, his her her boyfriend's daughter dying in a car accident. Like the specifics weren't prevalent, but I mean, within a month, I think that. Oh, that was such a yeah. It's just as sweet as so. well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a hard story, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Like that. Some people have that that gift that uh that that thing that makes them special where they could do that. This is some people have it, some don't. It's real. I had the dream when that kid died. Same, not not the same situation, but the same idea happened to me. You know. Yeah, it but was I didn't just, call anybody and tell them I found out the next day that it was real. Right, exactly. So, but still, it was corroborated. It happened, and you you kind of right, it right. a premonition. Yeah, crazy, scary stuff. Like I said, I, I've never had anything like this. I do have pe- people in my family that have said, you know, uh, throughout the years that these things happen to them. You know, like they see uh, my grandmother return and say, you know, hello and things like this, right? And uh, I need to ask more specific questions. I never did back then, right? When people say this stuff, like people just shake their head and, you know, these nut- people are nuts. I hear my dog squeaking on the toilet over there. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, I asked, go ahead, go ahead. I asked my mom the other day if she ever had an out-of-body experience, and she said, not since I was a kid. I was like, what? Because my mom's like a hardcore fucking God person, right? So, But I asked her, I was like, have you ever had an out-of-body experience? She was like, yeah. And she remembers this. She said she was four years old. Like, she can remember that. It's just the power of the mind that some people have. Some people's gifts are different than others, but everybody has one. And I would never expect my mom to have said yes and say this happened to her four years ago. And I was like, well, I have a conversation with my mom all the time about God not being real and all that, because you know how I think. And, uh, but we, we go back and forth about it, and it's like, but if you had an experience like this, how can you still believe in God? Because if you die, you, you already know, because you, you've been there, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, definitely. But, Paul, Paul, call call us back, brother. We were about to go to your call and you hung up, man. Anyway, uh, sorry, go ahead, guys. Just uh, shouting it out there because he, he was literally on deck waiting for like 10 minutes. I was about to go to him after you guys' comments. And he hung uh, it's, so, it's okay. It happens. It happens. Call, call back, Paul. We'll put you on. But yeah, I mean, like, so so have either of you guys ever had, like, so Todd had clearly has, how about you, Rohan? You ever had like some sort of premonition like that in a dream? Me, myself, personally, no. Uh, it's not not really. But I've had I've had them in sort of waking times. You know what I mean? You know, daydreaming and stuff. I used to. I look when I look back now. I think in my youth, I used to daydream a lot. Things that then would happen. But I just presumed that it was like predictive programming. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd imagine conversations with people, and then when I saw them, they ended up happening. But then I thought, well, I was just probably just pushing it that way because I'd already thought about it, and it's stuff on your mind anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's hard to figure out, you know. Especially when you don't know stuff, you know, you sort of your youth, but. But yeah, that call, that caller, that was such a fascinating story, wasn't it? And that lady sounded really sweet as well. Yeah, that's, that, a, cool that, that's a horrible story there too. It's like, uh, mm. it, it, it's not something you ask for, you know? It's like uh, mm. when something happens like that, you end up, um, like you're you're as much the victim as anybody else, you know? And like I hate to equate it to like somebody mm. passing away, but you know, like like uh, what what do you do? Like like if you don't say something. Uh, you know, people consider you nuts and you have to live with the fact that you didn't say something. You do say something and then people may hold you responsible for, mm. you know, uh, witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? Or like blame you for like voodoo yeah. and some crazy stuff mm. that, uh, I don't know, man, that's 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 horrific. That's that's an awful yeah. story there. You're, you're screwed if you do, screwed if you don't. Yeah, like Final Destination. That's how that starts, isn't it? The, you know, the very first film, they're about to get on the plane and he has a premonition of it blowing up, doesn't it? So he don't want to get on it and he's freaking. So... You know, people still get on it. You kind of get so, but this like this, you're gonna get survivor's guilt as well, aren't you? On top of the people thinking you've done some 
voodoo on it. Exactly. Yeah. Done some, some weirdness, weird stuff. Uh, yeah. Nutters, man. Nutters. Like, uh, like these are the types of stories you hear, right? And like they're real, this stuff happens. And, uh, if you can't, if you don't have anybody to tell your, your family and friends think you're insane. So, so I'm glad I'm, I'm I'm happy we have this, we can get together again. You guys can tell me a fake name. I'm not going to out you. I'm not going to, you know, like uh, we get phone numbers come through. I've never disclosed anybody's phone number ever. I never will. Like it it is what it is. Like give us the fake name, call and tell us your story. I'm I'm glad we've uh, established a community here where we can kind of share these things and not call each other insane right off the bat, you know? Uh, interesting mm. stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, so we got a couple more phone calls. And any thoughts from you guys before we uh, take the take the calls? I yeah, I just I just want I just want to say about the last caller that uh oh oh my god I had it on, I had that on the tip of my tongue and now I forgot. My bad. Yeah, welcome to my world. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to my world. Man. Like like I got the review on iTunes. The guy's like, this dude rambles a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, no shit. Like you, you try and keep your thoughts together for three hours. <laughs> fuck, I, fuck right, I right. fucking ramble. All right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, thoughts from you guys. I'm pouring whiskey. Give me thirty seconds. Somebody say something, please, please. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, what about? Uh, well, uh, well, uh, not for me. I don't forget things. I don't forget things. Always, always watching. I am. Always got a, always, always at the keyboard with my fingers. Always got a pen. And I write everything down. So be careful. <laughs> I make music. I get into moods and I just make music. I just let the, the the ether fill me with ideas and I just let it th- flow through my fingers. And some that's, people like yeah, it and some people don't. That's the way it goes, man. That's the way it goes. <laughs> I try I try to make little notes. I write my questions down, you know, for calling or something. I'll write it down just in case I get stuck on the air and I just, oh, I've got my notepad in front of me. Here's my question. I'll try and do it like that and bring it out a little bit. That helps, right. helps me, I think. Then, then obviously you're more prepared than I am because I, I, I don't write a damn thing down and, and it shows. <laughs> this guy rambles too much. Let's go to Paul in New Hampshire. <laughs> What's up, Paul? Paul, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike Rohan and Todd. How are you, my friend? Hey, I'm good. Uh, I'm happy to see that you found the liquor store I go to and got that cheap bottle of whiskey. I know all about that one right Hell there. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's Costco. Right? It's delicious. It's the, the Kirkland brand. Yeah. It's a big old <laughs> bottle for less than 20 bucks. You gotta actually, love it. It's actually delicious. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, sir. What's nice on your wife, mind, but, you know, <laughs> you know uh, what, a, what a, a couple of great calls you had about this um the subject you're talking about and you know what joe said is just i think i'm trying to try and put this together in a condensed way because i've experienced all the things you've been talking about when you get into numerology you get into lucid dreaming you get into sleep paralysis you get into this situation i think to condense it all is like i've always felt that we kind of live in this world where at the right point in time when you're laying down there's some other dimension out there and and when you have these experiences and these lucid dreams and I've experienced my, both my parents dying in the last 10 years and my dreams have totally changed. Always been weird, by the way, I've often dreamt about Armageddon, aliens, ghosts, people that have been in my dreams that I knew I knew them in my dreams, but never met them in my life. 
deja vu, whatever you want to call it. And then recently I've been having dreams about my parents coming to me and so weird about what Joe was saying because I never really thought about it. I just have recently been having these dreams nonstop almost every week when I can sleep, actually. I think that's the key, too. You have to be in the right sleep cycle. And I think a lot of people that are like-minded like us don't ever get the real good sleep cycle going. They're not waking up at night in the morning and, and you know, are seven and going to work at night and doing the nine to five thing and falling asleep at 10 o'clock. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there with um, <clears throat> insomnia, if that's what you want to call it. But <laughs> I, I, I attribute that to a whole other subject. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so the, even the next one who was talking about premonitions, I had a girlfriend who I dated who kept seeing numbers and I've been seeing numbers lately, 11, 11, 222, And you start to think, well, it's just, this can't be coincidence. And, 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 and what I've gone through, it, it's not. Um, I think you have to be open to it more for it to actually start happening. And maybe it is, you know, something that is just keeping you going. What's the answer? There's no scientific way to look at this. So that's why what you're doing is so uh, important because now you have people that are actually coming forward and telling these stories without the fear of being called crazy and whatnot. And guess what? You're going to be called crazy. But I think the best thing is to talk about it more. It'll never be a scientific thing. And then you get into the sleep paralysis. And as you know, and I'm sure many of your guests do, I have uh, some experience in missing time. And out of all the years I've been alive, I've only experienced that once. And this is my story to join your friends that have been telling you a story and hopefully you'll believe it now that I kind of gave you the down low or where I'm at with this, but I had woken up uh, one night in Tilton, New Hampshire. This is about seven or eight years ago. And I was laying on my bed backwards because I had the TV at the head of the bed and I was just watching TV. I fell asleep or rolled over and when I woke up, I was living in a place where I hadn't had many experiences for a while because these things come and go. It doesn't happen every night. It doesn't happen three times a week. It would happen here or there. And throughout my lifetime, I've only had several over the 53 years that I've been alive that just stood out and could only be, to me, convincing enough to be proven as paranormal. And that night, I was pinned down in my bed and my, my closet was lit up and I tried to get up, and in my mind, I just fought it. And then eventually I thought, well, I can't get up. And it felt like there was a magnet under my body. And I would start to raise my face off the bed, and I could see the lights under my in my closet or under the door, wherever it was coming from, because I couldn't move. And I tried this for, I don't know, 15 minutes. And next thing you know, I finally gave up. And I, in my mind, I attributed it to a ghost because I had had a couple weird things living happen while I was living in this apartment, but just should have seemed like poltergeist activity. I had a window close one night, which was really weird. And then when I woke up and I, when I woke up, which was hours later, by the way, I finally gave up, fell asleep, woke up and I jumped up in a fighting stance where I knew it. I was like, and then it snapped into my head. I was like, I, you know, it was an induction experience to me. That's what I felt I went through. And I called my mother and um, I told her what happened. And she said, they got you. 
And funny story, my mother didn't believe in this stuff until she went back in her memories. And it said to one in the family, a DNA change. So, um, yeah, there's something going on. There's a soul factory. We're all living in this upside down where every once in a while you might be able to tap into it, whether it be in a dream or through a friend or a past one or um, an extraterrestrial contact or spiritual, I don't know. Like I said, no scientific way to really prove anything. Not that we know of anyways. But, you know, I think we're getting closer to maybe evolutionary-wise the truth. And I think it's still going to take quite a while. I think but so. I think so. That so said, I, think it is a, yeah. I, I think it's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I, and but, I think, but yeah. th- think about it this way. Like, once they're able to map the consciousness and actually define it scientifically – won't you still be suspicious? <laughs> I totally will. <laughs> but that's a whole nother show and a whole nother conversation. Oh, yeah, right. They're like, Oh, we figured it all out. Right. Right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, hey, we put it in the headlines, Mike, put it in the headlines. <laughs> exactly. um, yeah. And again, so what a great thing to, to be able to confirm these things that there's other people out here that are on the same path. And look, it's going to be a while guys, but good thing that, you know, there's other people that have gone through these things. And, you know, like you said, there are some nut jobs, but that doesn't mean everybody's in that job. And even some of those nut jobs might be onto something. There you you know, who knows? And who's, who's here to, yeah, who's here to be able to judge us for what we think or feel and, you know, want to find that truth out. I think this is where you start and it seems to be going in a good, good direction right now. Amen, bro. So you're going to be on the show tomorrow, right? 7 p.m. Pacific? You ready for this? I am. I'm. My. my I am. Yeah. I'm going uh, fishing. With, uh, I should be back by ten o'clock. That's my plan. So. Okay. Um, if you're not, by, not back by ten o'clock, your ass tomorrow. is grass. Yeah. Your ass is grass. If you're not back by ten o'clock. All right. All right. Joe, you, you heard it here okay, first. You got it. You heard yeah, it here first. Right, Paul, New Hampshire UFO here, hunter, is going to be on the show tomorrow. I, I appreciate it, bro. Okay. Thanks for the call. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. All right, brother. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Have a great Thanks. night. Have a great night. There you go. There you go. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think uh, Rohan Todd, uh, whoever wants to go first, what do you think about science having it all figured out? <laughs> what do you think? If they're like tomorrow, they're like, oh, by the way, we mapped all of the consciousness of all the things. We now know all of the things. You're going to buy that shit? <laughs> I'm going to have to change my shorts immediately after I piss myself. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no. Come on. I mean, let's be real, right? Like, I, I, th- I, think, uh, I think that's like... Uh, that, think about the surveillance state and, and all that stuff, right? Like, that's the ultimate. It's like, oh, by the way, we have these satellites that are just real-time reading your minds and transmitting it to the <laughs> to, to the cloud for us. Oh, mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, no. No, that's not the world I want to live in. So I'm not trying to figure that out anyway. But uh, I don't know if Todd's there. Todd, you pass out? You there, buddy? Uh, I'm here. Okay. Okay. I, really, I really don't have too much to say about that one. That's perfect. All right. Per- perfect for me, because guess what? We got a phone call. Anything else, Rohan? <laughs> no, no, no. You go ahead. Take the call, man. Let's take the call. All right. You're on Trouble Lines with Mike and Todd and Rohan. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Magdalena calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind tonight, Magdalena? So I wanted to um, bring up, have you guys, are you familiar at all with um, the double-sided staircase method? I have never heard of that. So basically it is a brain exercise that you practice either before you're going to bed or whenever. 
um, where you visualize yourself going up a side of a staircase, you look into the mirror and try to visualize your ideal world or what you want to accomplish. And then you wait until you see um, a loved one or someone you trust and you go down the other side of the staircase. Okay. And so, so, uh, so is it, uh, is this like a way of manifesting that, 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 uh, that future or what, what is this? Something else? Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're manifesting kind of, um, and how I came to learn about this was, uh, to preface, um, when I was younger and still today, I would have a lot of dreams where I was crawling through like air ducts or underneath floors. And um, I was watching a show called DOA on Netflix, and I saw these concepts where they would travel through realities and they would be like above a reality in a duct. And I thought that was very strange. And then towards the end of the season, it talks about um, how all of these people, they were like hoarding them underground so they could study their dreams. And they were all dreaming the same thing. They would see um, a double-sided curved staircase, a rose stained glass window, and a tunnel the size of a coffin. So I Googled it because I thought that was very strange that I had experienced something similar. So I, I did a little Googling, and that's how I found that brain exercise, which is currently trending on TikTok, which I thought was very interesting as well. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's, there's there, there's some interesting stuff on TikTok. I mean, it's a uh, the brevity pisses me off. I'll be real, but there, there's some people that are, like that they're they're really good at that sixty second thing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so so the so the what the, the experience you're talking about though. So have you been able to actually uh, do this yourself, or is this uh, like like how how is this? Uh, explain to me for a little further. Like so, it is a concept. Uh, have you actually put it into practice and maybe manifested things with this staircase thing? Um, so I have done it, but I haven't, you know, achieved anything from it. Um, my main thing with how I visualized it is I go back to, um, a dream I had as a child where I saw a room very similar, but I didn't actually travel up the staircase in the dream. I ended up looking out the window, which it was a very huge window and a nature was like moving outside. So I could, I could kind of see like vines coming towards me so i was focused on that but that's that's what i think about when i think of it um but i thought that you know this exercise maybe it was to train people how to reach this actual destination i i can buy that that's just my thoughts on it yeah no no i can buy that and so and i i think that's probably like part of part of the you know one of the most brutal parts of that human condition is that you know, like we always, we always sell ourselves short. We're not good enough. We're not smart enough. We're not fast enough. We're not, you know, all these things. Right. And uh, like that to me kind of is a path to those things. I, I think we are, I think we can do those things, whatever those things we want to do. I think that we, we try and achieve them and reach for them because they're within our grasp. You know what I mean? It's not like everybody's like, Oh, I want to build a rocket ship and go to Mars. You know, like that's not what people, normal people think. They think normal things, you know, they mm-hmm. think normal goals. And so to me, like, uh, that's, that's a fantastic way of being able to actually 
line those things up. Our body and our mind are telling us this. They, they actually have already like described what that ideal future looks like within the bounds of our humanity. So I, I so to me, I've never heard that in particular, the staircase thing and following the loved one down the other side. But basically what you're saying is the loved one is actually leading us the path of where maybe we belong, right? Like maybe, maybe that's what this is all about. We have help from the other side saying, yes, this is where you need to be and trust, trust in yourself, trust in that goal and all those things. Am I right? Um, yeah. Um, I think that that's what a lot of people gather from this exercise, um, to go a little bit further with it. Um, I had noticed the similarities between the dream or the, uh, the exercise and, um, one of the the top tiers in the Masonic religion. Um, I've seen a lot of drawings of the the staircase and then the checkered floor, and I I think that and I haven't done any research um, on the Masonic religion yet, but I am curious about it because of this. Um, but I think that this place that they're illustrating is like like the the manifestation of creation. So it's like it's like an above world kind of and you can go there and create your own destiny. And it ties in with the method that they have on there. I think that they're basically like like pushing that pushing that exercise out into the world without, you know, giving it its its real name. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, we got uh, Night Stalker in the chat. I don't know if you know him. He's from the Fringe FM, uh, uh, popular guy. He's he's got all kinds of th- fantastic theories here. He typed before you said that. He actually typed in the chat maybe like two minutes ago before you actually talked about the Masons and that. He said the staircase is on the Masonic tracing boards, and uh, and then interestingly, yeah. you you kind of you kind of filled in exactly what he was saying there. Uh, interesting, interesting, good stuff. Uh, so, so I, yeah. Whenever I go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, no, no, whenever I I found this out, whenever I I saw these concepts illustrated in a show like the OA, and then like it just clicked in the place that I'd seen that before, and that I dreamt it, and then I was like, well, it has to be real. Like, how, how many people can can experience this before something becomes real? You know. Yeah, no, I agree. It, like, and and that's part of where where we kind of live in this world. It's a, it's a, like like those things exist. I believe they exist. Like how how to actually measure them and quantify the entire thing based on everybody's different experiences is a whole nother thing, which is why we get together and talk about mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, so I don't know. I don't have those answers. I've never had those answers. I don't expect in my lifetime to claim those answers. But I think that uh, maybe, yeah, I just maybe. wanted to ahead, I just wanted to bring it up um, to see if anyone else had had any experiences like this because I have had them and they've like illustrated it in shows so I'm sure it's it's not too far fetched to think that other people have as well. Yeah, something to it for sure. And so so I wasn't trying to tell you in that meaning that I don't have the answers to that. Just I like that's the premise of the show. It's it, like it's okay to not have answers, you know. It's okay to ask those questions and put put oh, the yeah. feelers out. That's all I was saying. So so anyway, uh, I appreciate the call. I assume yeah, you found course, us on Facebook as well. You found us on Facebook, am I right? Uh yes, I did. Okay, Facebook still works. They've been yep. they've been uh, shadow banning us and stuff. So I'm, I'm a little shocked. We've got so many new people from Facebook. Tonight. Oh yeah, I get my I get my notifications on Facebook, but I do not get them on YouTube, and I have them set 
so that I'm supposed to get them on YouTube, but I don't. Figure that out. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Magdalena, pleasure speaking with you tonight. So more problems for yeah, you. Exactly, right, exactly. One, one more problem. Uh, thank you so much for calling tonight. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sharing. I've never heard of this, and this is a good stuff for me because I'm trying to learn new stuff every day. Of course. Thank you so much. Uh, please call back. Uh, we need we need people like you to kind of uh, spread the word, get the information out there. And like you said, if anybody else has experienced this, maybe maybe this is more common than we think. Right on. Talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Magdalena. And uh, there you go. Uh, lots of first time callers tonight. Uh, Todd, OG Todd, what's up, buddy? Todd was like, he's all. This show is going to be off the chain. You watch. I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah. And then we have like, I don't know, 10 first time callers tonight. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's right. Apparently the show is This is my chain. idea. <laughs> this is Todd's idea. Uh, <laughs> all right. So and I know you guys heard some of what she said. Uh, comment there on that, Todd. Have you ever heard that the staircase concept of manifesting and having a loved one maybe guide you to the, the spot you need to be? And I, I summarized badly there, but uh, that's, that's what she was talking about. Me, I've never had an experience like that or heard of it. I mean, but I'm not saying that it's not truer, but I've never had anything where I saw Masonic, but I've seen other things. So I saw, I saw, uh, I was in a dream and I, I was like in ancient Greece time or maybe Babylonia. I don't know what, what age or period it was, but I, me and these other fucking people were diving onto a dock, hiding from a griffin. Like it was a real, like black griffin. And it was, oh, it, it was so crazy, dude. And it was real. It was like chasing us. So we hid under the dock so it couldn't get us, dude. It was crazy. Like there's all different types of dreams people have. And I think it got you anyway, didn't it? I think it got you. No, it never got us. <laughs> I got a feeling it got you, Todd. <laughs> but that happened when I was when I was like around the same age as the other shit happened. I would have vivid, crazy dreams like that. I had, I still dream every night. And I remember... All my dreams tonight or last night, I dreamt that I was in a. I felt like I was in a different reality. Like I say, I feel like when I'm dreaming, sometimes I'm in a different reality. In this reality, I had a pet fucking velociraptor, dude, like a real fucking dinosaur, and it was a pet. And I there was like his friend was outside getting beat up by another dinosaur, and we didn't want to let him out of the house. And then we finally let him out of the house, and he went and killed the other dinosaur, and then. Some other person that was with me ran outside. I was like, no, don't do that because it's going to have blood fucking. Uh, it's going to be blood drunk and it's not going to know who you are because hey, it just ate fruits. And what? Okay. You remember your, well, you remember your dreams. What was, what was the name of your dinosaur pet? And don't tell me Fluffy. I, it, didn't have, it didn't have a name. Okay. It didn't have a name. I was just making but sure. That, that's, <laughs> and he went and chased that dude down, dude. <laughs> it better not have like, been. It was so vivid, dude. <laughs> like I was really there and I really had this pet fucking dinosaur, dude. That's how real it was. I believe you I, I, again, right? Like, and th this is again. So, so, so what do we believe? Rohan comments on that. Have you ever heard of that staircase that thing going on with any of the rest of that stuff? Uh, 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 no, I've not heard of it quite like that, like mirrors and, and things like that. But I've, I've, there's something in there about um, some of that, the magical practices, the Key of Solomon, and going down a spiral staircase. I've heard something, something about that. But that lead, that loved ones leading you. Um, that kind of reminds me of like you know, like angels and ascended people sort of looking out for you. Because I think that really does happen, you know. Yeah, like, like almost like almost like the guardian angel, right? That that same philosophy. It's that uh, that there's yeah. uh, even though that we may or may not know what the entities are, uh, 
they mm-hmm. like a guardian angel may actually manifest as your mother or something, right? To to exactly. to, to give you to give you something you can trust and say, look, this is the way, this is the path. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I can buy that for sure. But I, I, again, I don't know. I'm not a religious guy, but. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard that. That's the first time. But uh, Night Stalker, of course, was all over that in the chat, man. He he was like he was literally like just typing uh-huh. it out two minutes before Magdalena there was saying it. So it's uh, it's like wait a minute. Uh, so there's something to that, right? There's something to that. There's something out there. Yeah, and I think when he when he talks about um, uh, the Lovecraft stuff, brings up H.P. Lovecraft and then you know the freakish looking sort of uh, angels. Well, I think that's that ties in with your, your sort of psychedelic consciousness exploring because you can only. Um, you can only bring back stuff that you can conceptualize, right? You, that's a collage of things that's already in your head. Do you know what I'm saying? You're just trying to describe something else that's completely, quote-unquote, alien. Then you can only really describe it in terms of things you can relate it to, to tell other people, you know what I'm saying? You can only say, oh, it's like a cup, or it was like a, you know, a wall made of whispers, or it was, you know... It's, it's, do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so yeah. when you see these H.P. Lovecraft a- 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 angels looking freakish, that's probably because, oh, that's what they kind of really look like a bit. Whereas normally, we have to make it different. You know, just think, oh, just imagine they've got good eyesight and can see everywhere rather than having 88 eyes, you know. Yeah, totally, totally. And I, I, like I said, I don't know. I'm not the answers guy. I don't know. Like this stuff mm. uh, fascinates the hell out of me, but... But uh, when I hear new things like that, it uh, and then corroborated like literally in real time in the chat, yeah, you know, there's there's clearly things we need to learn yet, and I think uh, I think that's part of part of doing this, part of everybody getting together, and weird man, weird. Like uh, Todd said it, he's all this show is going to be insane. I'm like, bro, will you chill out? We ain't even started yet. He's like, no, man, look, you, you know, you, you hear him. He, he stepped away for a minute <laughs> so I can talk a little shit. Sorry, Todd, I'm talking a little shit while you stepped away. I'm guilty. But no, okay, so so uh, with, with all that said, we got to, we're, we're down to like the last 10 minutes here. Uh, what do you think, Rohan? Let's, uh, let's, uh, get, let's get some final thoughts from you, from Todd, and then we're going to do the outro with Jay. He's in the Discord there. So, so what do you think regarding all of these things? Like, we've talked about a lot tonight. So I, I know you kind of checked in in the second hour, but it's been sleep uh-huh. paralysis. It's been, uh, like, dream states. Yeah. It's been uh, astral traveling. It's been even DMT and acid tripping, as you heard part of that. Yeah. Like, like, again, yeah. right, and it's all basically centralized in our damn brains. So what the hell mm-hmm. is going on with the human brain, bro? Like, like what the hell is going on well, with this? I, well, I wonder if it's... <laughs> It's like it's like there's all these realities together, and then like so we can only see a small part of it in the electromagnetic spectrum. We've only got that, like the light bit beyond infrared and you know ultraviolet. You know, it's no, we can't see X-rays coming away. But but that means that there's loads of stuff going on all the time, and that's one of the the interesting things about if you manage to pop through. Because that's the only thing I've done for psychedelics, a DMT experience. If you manage to pop through, there's it's the scenes already happening. Do you know what I'm saying? The scene's already going on. It's not like your brain just just generating things. It's already you're already going into a scene that's taking place, and it even makes people stop and look and kind of go, "Hey!" But you're only getting it as an impression. So I think what it is is that the the veils can thin for us sometimes, and these things there's a lot of crossover emerging because you know we live in a, a three dimensional space with like a sort of linear one dimensional time. But if you flip that over and a three dimensional space, uh, sorry, three dimensional time. And you go anywhere to anywhere, but everything's happening in the same place. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that's sort of how it is. It's that we can we can cross over to other places. We've seen it with remote viewing over and over again. That's been studied for what over fifty years. You know. 
And, 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 and I don't know so. if anybody has a smoking gun to say remote viewing is real, but I think there's some compelling evidence depending mm-hmm. on, you know, who mm-hmm. you talk to, what That's, studies you yeah. look at. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, so so I'm with you on that, meaning that uh, they say that time is is not like we perceive it as a construct of the human mind and that time exists mm-hmm. from the end of time to the beginning of time simultaneously. And yet, simultaneously. Yeah, and yet. Yeah. And yet, uh, the famous um, astronomer in Britain, um, Patrick Moore, said that he got a chance to speak to Einstein and he said, can you put infinity into words? And he said, well, no, no, nobody can. We just can't, there's only so much we can do with like the measuring things, can't we? And I think that's when it, it, we get that crossover and we're going to take the Matrix Jump program and start taking some of these quote-unquote woo-woo leaps and have these discussions and see which bits actually pan out, you know? Because stuff happens, doesn't it? And if yeah. we can't see most of it, then we've got to presume there's a lot of crazy shiznit that we haven't seen because we can't measure it or see it. And that's where that's where science has, has turned itself into a, an authority on what reality is. But, but really, we all know, everybody knows really, you, you can, you're only as good as the measuring tools that you can create. You're only as good as can you follow the information or are you looking to get tenure at a university? Is it ego? You know, you must only follow the information and instead of wedging it into prearranged theories that you think it's going to fit into you know what i'm saying you gotta be honest about it that's how we get the answers i think or at least close to them yeah no i agree like like i said uh i am perfectly okay not ever getting any of those answers and and, and only mm-hmm. be only in like a kind of like a non-ego way you know what i'm saying that's like fine yeah, like fine yeah like like we may we may come close to a couple but like all mm-hmm. of the all of them is a tall order, man. We're talking about like yeah, like the beginning of the universe type questions yeah. that get answered, man. That, that it's it's too big. It's just too big. And so I think so I think exactly. seeking right like like they say it, it's kind of an old cliche, but it's like seeking in in itself is the answers, right? Like like it, it kind of doesn't matter where is. you end up, right? Like mm. it's an old cliche. My inspiration. Right? Go ahead. Yeah, my inspiration is to sort of push it on, you know, you add into the work so other people don't have to spend 30 years studying the same thing. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? You just go on the steps of the old giant giants before you, don't you? And you get higher and higher. And I think it's just, just nuts. That's just what you're supposed to do. You can just chill out. You know, it's like you get sometimes I've, I've seen coming to the West, you'll see these like wise Hindu Vedics and like lamas and stuff. And they'll be doing talks and they'll say, oh, you know, how long was you expecting to be touring America then? And because and, uh, you've been doing it seven years, uh, when are you going to go back? And he'd be like, well, I was expected to only be here for six months a year because you guys are pretty smart. You know, <laughs> but it's not a joke. I mean it. Or you'll say, oh, where's God then? And he'll be like, well, have you looked around? And we kind of miss it, don't we, a little bit sometimes. And I think it's... Got it. Yeah, I, I, I think, think we're miss doing. A lot. I think we're doing. We miss a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a yeah. the, that's the conversation though. It's like a, like we're grasping for the things we miss, and they're fleeting. Yeah. I mean, I, I think intentionally. Yeah, yeah. We're not supposed to know. You know, I I think literally it's one of those. You know, like like so many rare people in history are like kind of on to, on to some of these things, but I I just think uh I don't know like I think whatever that ascension principle is or becomes is uh. I, I just don't think humans are, are, are ready, you know, like, like some people mm. say, yes, like some, some are sure. Fine. Yeah. But I think as like, as like a whole, you know, we're too busy, uh, no offense. I eat mm-hmm. cheeseburgers too, but we're too be too busy eating cheeseburgers and drinking whiskey to ascend. You know what I'm saying? And here I am eating mm-hmm. tre- cheeseburgers and drinking whiskey. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. like making that claim as like, Oh, I'm yeah. better than everybody. No, look, I'm, I'm eating cheeseburgers and I'm drinking whiskey. I'm, making, I'm just saying like, you're making a point and you're an exemplifier of the point you're making. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, but you see what I'm saying? And I don't, don't think in and of yeah. itself clearly 
yeah. that is like the, the uh, maybe the end all be all of it, right? That's that's one of the pieces because if if I you know believed in all those other things too, I I would you know not be doing this, you know. So so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just think I just think it's not so easily quantified as to well, okay, well you know this this guy is on the level or this guy's yeah. not. Right? I know it's a Masonic term, mm-hmm. but yeah. anyway, whatever, whatever. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. Think, late at I think, night. I think it's like. Uh, uh, it's one of those uh, I think it's God's uh, carrot on a stick thing I think that's the way it's just like that little you know sometimes people need a little nudge and a little push but you don't need to fear so you've got the carrot on a stick and that kind of like mops going to the flame on me a little bit like, oh yeah we think we've got something oh no try it I think it's just that little push you know just a little helping hand yeah you know, angle right. a few glitches in the matrix to get you interested right, in fact exactly. the one, one idea I, I, I don't know if it was Jacques Vallée who once said that uh, I don't know if he, uh, don't quote me on this it might not be from him but there was this idea that uh, a lot of this, um, like UFO stuff that seems like plasma things and the shape shifting that maybe that's, none of it's mechanical, none of it's like nothing. It's just it's way manifesting it because we want to project our consciousness to want to evolve it a bit. And perhaps we're hitting like a hundredth monkey effect, going to have a little booster. And so we're kind of manifesting these things while we're, you know, it's crazy stuff. Isn't it? I, th- I think it's weird you say that. So I saw a quote from Jacques Vallée today on Twitter and he based this was the the crux of the quote again don't quote me on it but it was this this was the boil down he said i may be the only ufologist who has no idea what ufos are <laughs> that's uh, yeah you just I said that, that <laughs> weird today, bro. what a synchronicity weird I bro that, yeah. yeah i just saw that today and i was like and, and the, so you mentioned plasma and stuff like the like i've talked about that and i i take so much shit for that from the ufo community they're like this guy's a moron this guy's a shill this guy's Oh, hello, Foo Fighters. Know, like, I don't know. Like, Foo Fighters, like, man. I mean, yeah. come on. You can't. You yeah. Know. Like, there, there's a lot. There's a lot here. So, the Night Stalker says, yeah. nothing burgers and whiskey, you mean. As long as we still got the whiskey, <laughs> give us the nothing burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, my sir. man. I know you want to let me down. Yeah. yeah, yeah hell yeah. Throw yeah. away the booze. Yeah. Throw away the booze and See? give me some good green. There you go. Exactly that. All right. All right. Rohan, we're going to move on. We got Todd here. And then we got Jay after that. So uh, if you want to hang out, you're welcome. Let's, uh, Todd, final thoughts tonight, my man. What the hell is going on with this? So we were talking about while you were stepped away for a sec is uh, what's going on with, uh, with the human brain, with this consciousness bit. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of things with dream states, with, uh, you know, we, we talked about acid trips and DMT tonight. Like, it's weird how um, all of this and, you know, we, and then when Rohan was, was finishing up there, we were talking about time as a construct and that it's as a human construct of our brain and that maybe it exists in slices from beginning to end in perpetuity. It's there. It's all there already. And we're just living out. We're taking those steps that have already been preordained. Preordained is a big word. And I don't think he really said that, but you see what I'm saying? It's like, anyway, what basically what the hell's going on with the human brain, bro? <laughs> That's the question. I, I think everybody perceives things differently. And I think if everybody could be as open as people were tonight on the phone, everybody would get along and we could stop fighting over dumb shit. And we could fucking move on and evolve as a fucking race and actually do shit and not sit in the fucking sadness and memories of yesterday and just push forward. That's what I think. All right. Amen to that. It's, it's hard. It's hard to say to turn down, uh, turn down people saying stop fighting with each other. Cause I think we should, I think that's part of it. What's up, Sherry says, try tacos, Mike. 
I eat tacos five nights a week. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> Chicken tacos. That's that's why I'm so svelte. That's why I can eat, uh, eat drink all the beer I do, and I'm not 350 pounds because I eat uh, lettuce and chicken. <laughs> that's pretty much what I eat. But anyway, all right. So just uh, just as a, a laughing at ourselves aside there. But okay. I mean, uh, Todd, thank you, thank you for the idea tonight. Like like you said, you told me you warned me. You said this show is going to be insane. I was like, Todd, come on, chill out, brother. This is not this is not going to this show was insane, Todd. You're right. I have to admit it. You're right, brother. <laughs> hey, you, you pushed me before the show to take that brownie. It made the experience 10 times better for me, too. There, there we go. Perfect. Perfect. Don't don't say that I peer pressured you, bro. It's, you did, though. You no, did. I did not. Come on. You did. So you're like, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you should eat it. <laughs> hey, I was guys. like, all right, Mike, you're tempting me. Hey, guys, <laughs> make sure that everything you do in your jurisdiction is legal. That's all I want to say about that. All right. Let's go to uh, let's let's go to Jay. Let's finish this up with Jay. Jay. Jay's already ready. I think Jay's ready. What's up, Jay? You're on Trouble Minds. Rohan's here. Todd's here. I'm here. And uh, let's let's do the outro with Jay, my brother. Mike, how are you? Wow, you guys have Mike. Always, it's a fantastic show after a fantastic show. I think we're heading the people that are paying attention to enlightenment. I mean, we're going to ascend like in the Stargate shows or something like that. We're going to be the ones that be like. Holy crap, we can travel anywhere we want to go in space. All we have to do is think about it. You know? I really think that, you know, the dreams started off. I had night terrors when I was a little kid. I was like four, maybe five years old. I was living in Evergreen, Alabama. I was so scared when I woke up from a dream, I couldn't even scream for my parents. My breath was taken away. I'm just like, wow. And I haven't really slept since. Really? You know? Like, like just been, it's been one of those things that kind of uh, consumed your life, huh? Well, yeah, I'll take a couple, two, three hours here. I mean, let's look at it. I live in upstate New York. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm talking to you, you know, we'll get a couple hour nap, get up see what I can see in upstate New York with our clouds with the ring of fire. You know, oh, pay attention ins- to the up. The insomnia, you know? that whole insomnia bit. I see. I understand. You know, get through it, you know, whatever. Do what you gotta do. I understand. But You gotta do what you gotta do. You get... In the show, I mean, I, I, I really want people to start not looking the stuff up, just go outside and look up because it's there all the time. They're everywhere. I mean, we have cloud cover every day. They're, what the hell is that? Satellites don't make 90 degree turns and disappear. You know, there, like, go ahead. The, the other night, I was looking up at the sky, I was outside smoking a cigarette in my backyard. And I looked up, and norm- I just saw like the stars because it was just starting to get to the the brightness where you can see all the stars. And like I looked up for like a second, and all of a sudden I see this red light pop up, and it zooms like like so quick, like in this flash. But I could see the trail of it moving, and it was gone, dude. Like it just jumped to a different dimension, and it just like it, it was like I looked up at it, it knew I was looking at it, and took off. 
Yeah. One day I was actually on the show. I was talking. I was walking out to grab ice for the beer. And I was watching this thing move a hell of a lot faster than a satellite normally moves across the sky. And then just poof, it was gone. Took a 90 degree turn and was poof, gone. Mike and I talked about it actually when it happened because the college kids next door had their camera out there because there was something fancy going on in the skies. And they missed it by about three hours and I gave them a, you know, little teeny tiny astrology lesson. And it was just like, but they caught a fuzz of it. And I was like, what's that? And I'm like, dude, you have to send that to me. And the little bastard never did. I put up with her parties, with her techno music at 3 o'clock in the morning and everything else like that. Hey, but don't hate on techno music, man. Get off my All lawn. All I have to do is send me that goddamn picture, you little bastard. I'm going to come over there and put my boot in your ass. Yeah, that's funny. You know? That's funny. Get off my lawn, kid. Get off my lawn. Nah, that's, that's oh, they were right. they, the, those kids next door last year. The last two years on the one side were such assholes, Mike. I, yeah, I understand. I understand. That, 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 that's that's not. I got little teeny tiny kids, and I got college kids living on both sides of me. You know, yeah, and they're out there playing, you know, music and smoking pot, and Jesus Christ, got two kids inside are going to get high. Yeah, that'd make me paranoid also. Hey. <laughs> no joke. No. Cannabis high broadens your mind, dude. The little girl well, becomes smarter than that. I can't I can't I can't argue with the time. I can't. <laughs> Coming soon to a troubled minds near you. I, I an argument zero of which, <laughs> which which to listen to Jen. I do want to no, know what DMT is though, because I'm kinda old and I don't know what DMT is. Methyl tryptamine. There's a chemical in your brain that causes you to dream and to trip. And say, when you have when you have those experiences, that's sugar tablet or something like that. You get the guy no, from the no, no, from no, the no. gas station or no. no, it's an actual liquid in your brain that your brain makes. Yeah, so it's, it's, it, it's a natural gig. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You can find a plant or something, even. You can get some leaves and you could just smoke it. And it's and basically it's a molecule that your brain recognizes and it jumps in the receptor sites. And then exactly. it, it, like, it kind of makes you fall asleep, but you stay awake. You know? Salvia. Yeah, salvia. Yeah, yeah. Similar. So they say that uh, DMT is the last chemical that's released in your brain just before you pass away. Meaning that uh, it's a uh, it's it's basically that doorway to whatever the other side is, and so the pain or whatever's happening as as in that process of dying, uh, the the DMT is that the gateway to uh, many things, not just um, you know people describe. Uh, uh, seeing their life flash before their eyes and things like this and these near-death experiences. And many times that's been attributed scientifically, they say anyway. I, again, I don't know. I don't have the answers. But to, to DMT being released and, and kind of, uh, or, or the light, right? As people say, say they've seen the light on the other side, things like this. So I, anyway, I think at some point we'll have to I'll, do it. I'll, I'll do tell you, Mike, DMT. when you die, I, I, I've had that happen to me a couple of times. Um... Yeah, you see, like your little sister and her 
ballerina outfit and shit like that. You really do. Yeah, so that that's and that's. I've been I, I've been through a car windshield. I've been hit by a car. Fell off a cliff. Glad to have so you still like here, that. my friend. Glad to still well, have I, you. I'm surprised. That I got the nickname a bunch. Some of my old old friends as the Black Cat. I got two left. <laughs> got two left by my account. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, good thoughts for Jay that he doesn't have to use his final two. Uh, yeah, that's uh, NS says it's when you meet the. I'll oh. gamble with number eight, but yeah, we'll don't be do conservative that. with number nine. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. So so uh, so so at the end, what's up? You got you got a quote for us, Jay? Let's finish this up. Let's play some outro music, and uh, you guys can dance and sing, and I, I don't know what do you guys want to do. Like I feel good. I don't know. I can't believe we've moved on to whiskey. I mean, I think that's a good thing. I mean, I, I really do. I think I, I we've only, moved on to whiskey. No, no, I'm only doing it because I gained a couple of pounds and I'm not happy about it. And it's 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 most likely the beer. So <laughs> better for your sugar, yeah, and everything else like that. I mean, let's let's keep all the things in mind here, Mike. You know, yes, really. Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, my wife's probably not happy about it, but uh, she's like, I knew it. It's the next step. Next thing you'll be doing DMT before the shows. <laughs> All right. All right. It's Jay. already in there. It's already in there. Exactly. Oh, she's had a great idea as well. That's a, another great idea. Yeah, do a show on that. That's a hell of an idea. show high. That's a hell of an idea. Jay, give us a quote. Let's get the hell out of here, man. Thank you to Todd. Thank you to Rohan. Thank you to everybody that called tonight. Thank you so much for being part of this. Like I said, this is nothing. This show is nothing without all of you guys. I mean that. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for all the thoughtful chat. Thanks for all the thoughtful calls. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Rohan. Thanks, Jay, for being here tonight. Jay, you got a quote for us, I'm sure. I I just want us to keep on going. I mean, we're getting to where we're going. We're not mean. We're trying to make friends. It looks like we're doing a good job. Join the Discord. I mean, really. That way, if you see something, say something, put it in there. I mean, chat, we have conversations and everything else. Let's get to where we're going, you know? Good point. I'm glad you're enjoying it, Jay. Rohan. Hi, Kate. Rohan, final thought, my friend. Yeah, man, Sam, I'll echo that. Yeah, and so, yeah, and people are finding people as well, I think. It seems to me, my observation. So, I think it's good, man. Just keep going, be yourself, be a person. Have fun. Amen, brother. Be good to each other. Todd, let's wrap this up. When I was young in the group home, when I was 16, it was called a teaching family. There was a, it was a black family, and I was Spanish, and there was uh, three other kids there besides me, and Two were black and one was white, and I was Spanish. So the, the family, the, the, the father, his name was Steve. He taught me how to be a man, and he he introduced me to his mother, which they called, uh, I forget what they called her, but she told me back then that I was going to be a leader one day. She didn't say what I was going to be a leader of, but she said I was going to be a leader. And I feel like I'm finally, <laughs> like my ideas are bringing me out there, man. You know, I got it, bro. people into the next fucking dimension. I got it, bro. You're you're going to be the DMT leader of the human race to the next dimension. No, I'm going to be the reality <laughs> breaker. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be the one that breaks your reality. I'm just fucking with you. Tonight's show was because of Todd. He he reached out to me on Discord and said, "Hey, Mike, let's do a show about this." And look, this is what I'm saying, guys. I mean it. If you want to be part of the show. Paul reached out. He's going to be on the show tomorrow. You want to be a part of the show? You have an idea? It's open to you. This is Trouble Minds. I'm Mike. I'm here with Todd, Rohan, and Jay. 
Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Thanks for being part of this. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. For March Trouble Wines and yours, have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Pacific. Probably back on Fringe. I don't know. That's still up in the air. It's okay. We'll be here. YouTube, DLive, Facebook for sure. Have a great night, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you tomorrow night. Thanks, guys, for being here. Todd, Rohan, Jay, everybody else for the calls. It's been amazing. Yes. Good show. Peace. Peace. Good calling. Thanks, yeah. Definitely good stuff. All right, guys. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.